Let me drop the open right now on everyone. And Welcome back to the Hank Kaboom. What kind of kaboom was that, Walter? That's a kaboom I feel, yeah. actually. Oh, don't, <laughs> Walter doesn't feel so good. Make sure you guys subscribe, <laughs> ring the bell, all that kind of good stuff so you can get notified. Come on, let's do jazz hands. Come on. Let's see jazz hands. Okay, AccuTech guys, you better show me some jazz hands right now. I better see it. Come on, Dave. Come on, Patrick. Woohoo! There we go, jazz hands. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on tonight. Um, this is episode 494 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We're coming to you live with Walter Keller of SHF. There he goes. He of the big noggin supreme. Mm. We got I, I, I crowned the big noggin. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Walter is here. Um... Let's see, what is that, Walter? What do you have in your hands there? That's that brass handled um oh, okay. saber knife looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with you, Walter? Not feeling so good? Yeah, I'm still feeling the effects of the uh shot show and mung. So oh, okay. Better today, but still not perfect. Are you me. taking your vitamins? Are you taking your medication and other things? Uh, no vitamins or nothing today, so No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no vitamins. Yeah. And for all I know, you haven't taken your medications in a long time. What medication? So. <laughs> Stinking medication. <laughs> psychiatric ones, psychiatric ones. Oh, <laughs> the, the crazy pills. Yeah. yeah, crazy pills. We've got Walter here. He's here. He's here. Uh, we also have Mike from MW Tactical. He's joining us. What's up, Mike? What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Just um, had a great day at the range. Glad to be on the show. And let's talk some gun stuff okay awesome yeah. uh are these new glasses that you're wearing i don't think i've seen these things before shooting glasses hunter, yeah, yeah those... these are hunter hd goals um actually i have three pair of them and that's how good they are oh okay uh, but these are not the ones that i actually shoot in um i got a pair that i just wear around every day drive or whatever the case may be and um i can actually sit in front of the computer for a couple hours without getting a headache by wearing these Oh, okay. And are these are these guys sponsoring you or something? Um, I haven't really talked sponsorship, but uh, I did get a pair of shooting glasses, you know, from him. So oh, okay, I need to sit back and talk to him. Yeah. But for a shooting, if you're talking competition, if you check out oh, wrong side, this company right here, Red Dirt um, Shooting, mm -hmm. they are phenomenal with everything you need. For as um, shooting competition, reloading, or whatever the case may be, and then when you turn around, if you're looking to get paid off of shooting a level two and higher match, if you place first, second, or third in your division or class, like you can, you have a chance to win money from this company. Oh, okay, all right, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I, said, I thought it was very cool myself. So. Yeah, and uh, last but not least, we have the dudes from AccuTech. They're here. Let's see. Let's get them solo in the window. We got Dave and Patrick. They're joining us live from AccuTech in, uh, where are you guys? Colorado, right? Colorado? Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Awesome. So what's up with you guys? Um, I'm recovered pretty fully from SHOT Show. I bounce back pretty easily. I'm still young. So. Uh, oh, what does that mean? Does that mean? Is, it, is he trying to say something about you, Dave? <laughs> He's easy, easy to bounce back. Oh, oh, Dave, I don't know, man. Those, them there's fighting words. It, it still takes me a while to bounce back. Oh, 
Okay. Well, welcome back to the show. Good to have you guys on. So we've got uh, we've got Mike from MW. We've got the Accutech guys. We got Walter. We got myself. We're here today. I guess we'll be talking a little bit of Shot Show. Three of us went to Shot Show. One of us didn't. Didn't make it out to Shot Show. Yeah, my bad. No, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, also, the show is brought to you guys by Franklin Armory that you see down in the bottom. Shout out to the Franklin Armory guys, makers of um, binary triggers and lots of other cool guns. Some things that are outside of the box. I actually have a pretty good interview uh, coming up here shortly with the uh, with the owner of Franklin Armory, Jay. Jay Jacobson, um, just uploading it right now. So if you guys see me step off of screen for a second, I'm going to make sure that that thing actually got uploaded. Because it's only me. Lola's not here. Lola's hanging out and shopping and stuff like that right now. So she's she's not right. She's not here. So so Lola's not here. So we're gonna have technical difficulties and Lola does Lola doesn't Lola doesn't control any of this stuff around here. She's just in the background shouting out orders. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't actually push any buttons over here, uh, except mine. She pushes my buttons. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's it. Shout out to everyone who's out there. As folks are coming in, please smash the thumbs ups. All right, make sure you share this video. Subscribe here to the channel. Ring the bell. All that kind of good stuff. If you're listening to us on audio, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite audio as well. You know, we do we download the audio from this and we put it up as a podcast. Walter, I don't know if you know that. A uh, hundred thousand downloads we're approaching right now. Mm, okay. Yeah, from all mm. over the world. Walter Keller, people mm -hmm. listening to you in Uzbekistan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. What's up with everyone? Who's how? Yeah. What's what's going on? Everyone good? Yeah. Well, we got back from Shot Show. Mm -hmm. The three of us. Right? Um, back to work. Dave's hammering away in the machine shop. I'm in and out of the shop trying to get some stuff together. So. Okay. I think, uh, for us, exciting things from uh, the beginning of the year. So Right. So bring us all up to date on what AccuTech has been up to. Obviously, you guys, I don't know if you know this, but you can't show can't show any guns while we go live here. But tell us what AccuTech has been up to and um, I will I will try to roll in some some uh, AccuTech stuff. Uh, so AccuTech, we, we build a new barrel assembly on the AK platform. Basically we gave it a bull barrel eliminated some of the hard step downs off the barrel so we can eliminate some of the uh, accuracy issues and give us a bigger shoulder so we can actually put uh, suppressors and we threaded the barrel so we could put on AR-10 muzzle brakes, mm -hmm. uh, redesign the front sight uh, gas block combination, takes an AR style sight now and it's a clamp on, uh, do our own gas tube and rear sight block. The rear sight block has a thick rail on the top with a dovetailed in uh, rear sight that you can punch out now you've got a platform. So that's kind of what we've we build, uh, we, we assemble the entire firearm as well, but this year, um, cranked out a AK pistol, did some cross marketing with, uh, gearhead works. Those guys do a phenomenal brace that we like. So mm -hmm. yeah, they challenged me to do a, a pistol for a shot show. And gave me about two weeks to get it done. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. And I did see that we did a video with the gearhead works guys for anyone who wants to see that? Uh, I was rolling in some stuff from you guys' Instagrams while you're talking. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so, so, uh, mm-hmm. so that was a good little cross-marketing for SHOT Show. I think we're going to continue marketing with them for the rest of the year. Uh, NRA, a couple other shows that they do. Uh, those guys are from Tennessee, but we like their work. They try to build a higher quality uh, buttstock, and we try to build a higher quality AK, right? So it's a, it's a good branding opportunity, I think, for both uh, companies. So we're going to continue to grow that relationship. And then we decided, since we had so much fun with the AK pistol at the range, that um, we're going to release the AK pistol for the market. Uh, we're taking orders now. They'll be ready. In particular September. one is on an AK, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's a Mod 2. We still yeah, have so five I'm, positions here worth of adjustability. I'm, I'm just, I'm just rolling in some footage of um, of them showing your AK, the Gearhead right, Works so video that we have up. Simply just shortened down, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. so that's cool. If you like a heavier barrel, you like being able to have that AR-10 muzzle brakes. Um, so that was a good combination, I think, for the AK pistols. We took it to the range before SHOT Show and had a blast with it. That, that brace on there really makes it controllable yeah. and is that the mod two? What is that brace? The mod two C or I can't keep track of, of I can't keep track of all the mod names. Is is what they're calling it. And so yeah, um, I don't know if you've had a chance to see all the new um, the new stuff that's out, Walter, or saw, for that matter, Mike. I don't know if you've seen those. I saw. I saw. I saw. I, we talked. We talked. Paul stopped by the booth and I chatted with him too. So yep. yep. Okay. All right, so go ahead, guys. You guys just talk amongst yourselves here real quick. I'm listening, but I got to go check on that video, like I said. Oh, geez. Yes, I'm, lis- I'm listening to you. I'm Where's right here. Lola when we need her? I'm right, hey, I'm that's right cold here. word for it's about to go down, but I'm going to blame somebody else for the mishap. <laughs> now, everybody, get the guns, quick. <laughs> My goodness, man. Where is Lola when you actually need yeah. her? <laughs> Too yeah, old. Yeah. So that was the big exciting thing for us for the beginning of the year was the release of the AK pistol. So that, that gives us another product on the market, and I think something people will enjoy. Well, that's good. I'm glad that that went well with you over there at Gearhead Works. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, what's the what's the real concept behind that um, AK pistol? Like our concept, we weren't really going to build an AK pistol. Uh, wasn't really in our thing. Then we met up with Gearhead Works, got a hold of their uh, M2C. Uh, loved it. When it's it's basically just trying to, you know, everybody. I feel like a lot of the market right now is everybody wants compressed, right? They want condensed rifles. The long rifle is it's it's still popular, but everyone wants to be tactical and have the small stuff. So, you know, uh, we weren't big fans of the pistols. I built them in the past and. Uh, I don't know, but now, you know, that one was fun having that, that what, new adapt. What was the reason? What was, by the way, I, I went and checked on that thing. I wanted to take off the internet so we don't, you know, it's uploaded. I got to turn it on. Anyway, what was the reason you guys didn't want to build a AK pistol? You know, for me, the, the pistol, um, I don't know, the ones I've built in the past, you just get a giant fireball out of the front end of it. It's not that accurate. It's a fun toy, but, you know. You, not just, said, you just said it, though. Yeah, that's the reason to build it. Why? Right. Why do? I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I mean, okay, there are people who shoot at targets and all that stuff, but most people get AKs and they are toys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you might as well sell that. The guy that wants the AK pistol, his toy, make it, sell it, make a couple of shekels. And the guy yeah. that wants a rifle, do the same. Yeah, we want the we want the uh, we want the big uh, fireball. 
from in out of that. I know. I, I had that first thing when the, when the braces first came out years ago. I was like, I don't want to touch them. Because I thought ATF mm-hmm. was going to flip on them early on, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't happen. And for a long time, I'm going, then I'm going, you know what? I'm going to sell them, too, because everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I think it was more we wanted to focus on just, you know, getting our name out there. We had one rifle, that platform. Just keep building on that. And then as your name you know, as people know you more, then you start producing more stuff. But we got the challenge from Gearhead Works and jumped on it, and it seems to be working. So, I mean, Gearhead um, Works is selling all those little that little bit short rifle and all that stuff. Right. They didn't think that was going to be popular either, and everybody wants it. Yeah. So I like you know. it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like you know, one man's accuracy is another man's uh, annoyance. I guess we'll say. I mean, you know, yeah. A lot of people don't buy guns. Really, I mean, seriously, a lot of people can't shoot past their end of their arm. Most of them. <laughs> I mean, they're not very good. And the gun can be the most accurate gun in the world, but they can't hit the broadside of a barn just because they're not good shooters. But mm-hmm. they don't care. They just get to shoot. So hey. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be. I don't think it always has to be a practical sport. I mean, there's. There's some Is guns you buy for their practicality and some guns you buy just for the hell of it. When, when people say to me, well, what are you going to do with a 50 cal? You know what I say? What do you do with a Harley? And they go, what do you do with a Corvette? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They're useless. Wait, Harley, now, hold on a second. A Harley, a Harley is a big two-wheeled vibrator. Okay. And? And, what's <laughs> and a Corvette is, is a, an or, or an Audi. A whatever, or mm-hmm. A whatever, it's a now, person. Just check, just check yourself before you wreck yourself, Walter. So, but but I'm not that way, you know. I'm gonna say, hey man, yeah. if you wanna if you wanna drive an 18 wheeler all day, it, through the neighborhood, hey, rock and roll, go for it, you know, you know. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Some things are for fun. Some things are for fun. Practicality is not. A, toys are not practical. No. You know, yeah. Absolutely not. I agree. So I know we cut you off here on, on our little diatribe. Sorry about that. Sorry Patrick. about that. So, Patrick, I'm going to take it that you you and Dave are AK purists. No, not really. I uh-huh. mean, um, we obviously, I mean, just from our barrel assembly, I think we pissed off the purists, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is kind of what that is. We, we, we got rid of the AK side and, you know, changed, we put an AR uh, style front side on there. So I think we already kind of pissed off the purists. It's not that, I think it was just more, mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we were looking at, okay, how far do we want to extend ourselves? How many products do we want to release? I mean, we've only been at this for what, two years now, three yeah. years going on three. So stay focused on your core, you know, right. Mm-hmm. I'll try to go two directions at one time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys are a relatively new company. Um, in the chat here, someone, Richard Rasnick says, AccuTac makes awesome bipods. That's not you guys, right? No, no. that's, that's yeah. I think they spelled there's A-C-C-U-T-E-T-A-C. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then large, different. AccuTac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is Yeah. Listen, why don't you just call the company, why don't you just get a name that's different from other names? Call the company Hanks AKs. Hey, Hanks AKs. We, we, wow. we, we bashed this thing out for a long time and ended up with AccuTech. Yeah. Let's have a vote right now. Let's have a vote. This is a business meeting. This official business meeting here. I say Hank AKs. Uh, who's second me on that? Mike, would you second me? Come on. Oh, Mike, Mike's uh, not saying. Uh, Don't even ask. Don't even uh, ask. 
You're not gonna say okay, what about you, Walter? No, you're not gonna Ted don't even ask. Oh man. You guys are cruel. You guys are cruel. <laughs> yeah, so why so where did the name Accutech come from? Let's get that because I don't know if we covered this before. We probably did. I've had the name Accutech for twenty three years with my machine shop. Mm-hmm. So it's always been Accutech C and C. So I just dropped the C and C and put arms on there and now we're Accutech arms. Yeah. Okay. I'm not very creative, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can't spell if you look at AccuTech, you know. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, understood, understood. By the way, folks out there, smash the thumbs-ups buttons. I appreciate it here. Okay, so we're cutting you off here in the conversation. So Gearhead Works challenged you to make an AK pistol for SHOT yep. Show. You made the pistol. Um, and then you're going to make it available. Give us the details, like, what is this thing going to cost? When is it going to be available for people to buy? Um, 60 to 90 days from now. Uh, we are taking orders now, but people just need to know they won't ship for at least, you know, 60 to 90 days. Uh, if we're looking at the pistol, we have a base one, which is just the plastic handguard, the, the adjustable butt stock, the rubber overmoded grip, just like our regular rifle, just with the shorter barrel. Um, and MSRP on that one is thirteen fifty. Now, if you do the one like we had at the show with the SLR handguards um, and the uh, um, Vortex sight, uh, that one's at fifteen fifty. Okay. But you get the in the SLR handguards. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, an optic is coming with it. Uh, for the base model, no optics, but with the just the steel sights, that one's thirteen fifty. And then if you do the upgraded with the SLR handguard and the Vortex sight, it's a, just their little low pro red dot. Uh, it's fifteen fifty. So you get the steel sight, the red dot, and the upgraded handguards for fifteen fifty. Okay, and let's see. I'll try to roll this in here so everyone can get a look at it. This is pretty so much one- a close up of it, so you all could see it. Yeah, no, that's the one from Shot Show. That's the fifteen fifty. Fifteen fifty. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. Did you? I don't know if you got a chance to handle that, Walter, or if you got any questions. Mike, are you into AKs? You own an AK? No, I'm totally against AKs. Oh. <laughs> totally against. Yeah, man. Oh. Um, bad experience, you know, overseas. Oh. I think it was too loud. You know, it kind of had me lose a little bit of hearing, so. Now I see AK, I kind of walked the other way. <laughs> um, I was going to say, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, a lot of the community, it's, it's interesting. We're 50-50. Like for me, being a combat veteran, like I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of people when I was overseas, um, they took to it. And like, it's just like I said, I'm just the opposite. So, you know, it's not for everybody so it's Mm -hmm. interesting split i was talking to some guys and i was like hey you're a veteran what do you think about the ak and people are like i got shot at by that weapon i don't want it right Mm -hmm. and then there's you know just i don't know i love the platform yeah Mm. yeah i guess i've heard i've heard all those arguments i would say most of the guys i know that um that served recently are ak fans you know and in some circumstances you know, we're picking up AKs and using them to sling back, you know, rounds at, at the bad guys, just using them more effectively, right. I should say. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not use parts and ammo available, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, that's not how you got injured, is it, Mike? 
No, no, um, I got injured. Well, I did get shot, but um, also got blown up. But it, I wasn't hit by AK. Oh, okay. All right. Dipset. Okay. So, what was? Uh, do you know what you got hit by when you got? Do you have no, any idea? It, it's it was a small caliber, so like a handgun. Oh, okay. Because like it didn't like take off a chunk of meat, you know. But the bullet's still in me, so. Oh, okay. Oh. And then um, you an IUD or something went off. Yeah, I was in like about six or seven IED explosions. Mm-hmm. IED, like excuse two, me. What yeah. did I did I just say IUD? I yeah, you're <laughs> thinking of something else. But. Yeah, enter your <laughs> device. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, you're thinking of something. I don't know why I was thinking that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh-huh. So I was like, I was in like about six or seven explosions. But when I say six or seven explosions, only like two or three of them were really. I was really close enough like that really jacked me up but mm-hmm. the rest of them were like i was just in the vicinity but not really close enough to say um i'm hurt or anything like that you know so oh okay okay yeah uh, i'm getting some people out there uh, i carry my revolver in single action says i love ak's let us know right now who is for fur or again how do you say that fur fur or again the ak uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a whole bunch. Of I'm, I'm, I'm for the AKs. I'm for the AKs. But then again, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity uh, owner. <laughs> I own a little bit of everything, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I think most gun guys would like to have everything. I know there's certain people. There's always someone who doesn't like this thing or that thing. But you guys could, you guys could let us know out there. For example, um, I was looking at the video that I did about Scott, the Sky Pistols, right? A shot show. And the Sky Pistols have been traditionally double action. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, man, and they didn't want, including me. I don't really, you know, I would prefer not to have double action. But then on that video, there was someone saying, I will never, you know, that thing's striker fired now. I'll never buy that. And I was like, <laughs> okay, someone's going to have to explain to me why that's bad. So I don't know if you guys have any opinions of that. Why is striker fire bad? <clears throat> No, I mean, I like it, you know. Yeah. So. Um, once again, it goes back to, to each his own. Yeah, yeah it, it's – I was thinking as a manufacturer, it's probably easier to make. The striker but, fire, yeah. yeah. But So why is it that some people don't like them? Um, that's a good I, – I don't know. Maybe – I mean, it's a good question. I, that's I a good know. question. If anyone out there – do you know Patrick? I have no oh, idea. They, yeah. Why would a person not like a striker fire? You know, is it is double action more reliable? What's the, the well, there's I mean, some reason. I'm asking seriously. Double action's a lot harder to set off by accident. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's time to think about your shot. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do a lot of squeezing a lot of times to get double action to go off versus some of these singles where they put the, uh, or the striker fire, and they put the lighter triggers in, they get the Glocks, man, shooting their feet and shooting their legs and, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I don't know. Does anyone, okay, so Mike, you do competition. Does anyone compete with a double action? I'm pretty sure it is, but I don't go around looking at everybody's gun to be like, hey, that's double action or that's striker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, of course, like, when I'm at a competition, I'm only really focused on myself unless okay. – 
there's a malfunction with the gun, and now everybody's paying attention to make sure it's a safe environment. <laughs> okay. Well, next time you're doing, next time you're competing, stop being so damn selfish and look around <laughs> and find out for us, <laughs> so we can answer this question. Okay. So now what you're asking me to do is when I'm at the top of the list, lose I'm trying to his win. focus. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to win these competitions, Hank. But now you're asking take me to one for the team. Everybody else and be at the bottom. <laughs> Take one for the team. Well, Hank will sponsor you instead of that other. Person. <laughs> oh well, okay. Hold on a sec. Hold on. Okay, so if, hold on. If now. I get a if I get a shirt that says Hank Strange's logo that says I'm here with Hank, I will go to a match and pay attention to everybody else and just wave the match off. Oh, oh, okay. So I gotta make the T-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will rock okay. it. I will rock it. Just oh, okay. I'm gonna have to look into that one. Um, <laughs> well, let's you know, see. Wait. What? You're not even supporting me then. I'm trying to win. <laughs> okay, all I need to do is give you a T-shirt. Yeah, and I'll do what you want me to do out of shooting competition. Oh, is this just one or from now on? No, just one match. Oh, just okay. one match. All right. <laughs> a local match. It has to yeah. be a local match. Because don't yeah. tell me this. We'll put extra stuff on that T-shirt. Hey, I will wear it just You'll have to. You. If we put boobies on there, you're still wearing it. I was still wearing. <laughs> okay, we we could come up with some things to put on this shirt, man. Don't, don't, don't get us started here. We will invent stuff to go on the shirt. Okay, so let's see. Let's uh, there's this informal poll. E Rock says I love uh, both A A K and A R. Camp David says A K V. D Pike says A K O K. Chris Bullis says neutral. Uh, Big Cliff says A R ten fan. Okay. Prefers the 308, I guess. Flying Rich says a firearm is a tool. I use the tool that has nails available for it. Okay, there you go. Miss K says I'm for them. Clint Sanders says 4AK. Jim Way Jam says fur. Uh, Brian Quick says I haven't found an AK I like. I'm partial to more accurate weapons. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, Gunny Z says AK rocks. Go ahead, go ahead Dave. Um, give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> we've worked. We've worked on the accuracy. That's part of our goal. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing about your your barrel system, right? That you guys have going, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so. Additional sights and put a, a heavier barrel on it. Yeah. So, how much more accurate are your barrels? Have you guys uh, like gone through all the testing on this? I mean, like informally just in, like we test fire every rifle before it goes out of our shop and just so we laser board sight them in the shop and then we take them out to the range and make sure it hits paper uh 10 rounds go through every uh ak so i decided one day when we were at the range picked it up threw it on a bench uh and we're below two moa um on a, on a weapon that wasn't even sighted for me right just mm -hmm. grabbed it so i think that's a sufficient battle rifle mm -hmm. okay and, and what ammo you're just using two loads oh okay yeah, yeah. i mean i i've known people who have reloaded their own 762 and brought that min of angle down way and with it with, oh, really? with a regular ak barrel brought it way down because right. the ammo quality is a big factor in that uh, uh, you find the wolf to uh you know uh, wolf yeah. wolf to uh 100 uh, you know 120 bucks for a thousand rounds right 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 mm -hmm. yeah so you guys only shoot the cheap stuff. Is that one of the reasons why you like AKs? The, no, uh, I mean, we, we can shoot the more expensive stuff. I just need for like testing purposes. Mm -hmm. We use Wolf or Tula just because it's available. And, you know, if you're going to run, I'd rather make sure it works on the cheap stuff first, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I wasn't aware. I mean, uh, there are a lot of guys uh, reloading their own 7.62. It's so cheap that why? Yeah, I mean, not that I know of. I mean, this this person who did this back, this was a few years back, he, he was kind of anal retentive when it came to the ammo. So um, he had to do it. You know, he mm-hmm. had to do it. Mm-hmm. But he told me it worked. And he mm-hmm. was pushing it out of a, just a, a Romanian Wasser. So, hmm. you know, but it did increase it drastically. Yeah. Or lower it. I've got dyes for it, but I've never done any reloading on the service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any dyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll Elf's- play with it someday. Oh, okay. Elster's Rifles and Reloading says, what's going down, y'all? Just getting over the freaking uh, shot show plague. It's a real deal. Uh, did everything in my power not to get sick and, and not get it, and he still got it. So our condolences to you. Hopefully you get better. Uh, well, so the whole thing about the barrel is you guys, you know, you've got a more accurate gun. You can you can do some different uh, things with this with this barrel. Um, do you know what kind of – what did you guys lose from going with a shorter barrel? What's the barrel length of the uh, the pistol? It's, uh, we went from 16.3. Down to eleven point three. Mhm. Eleven point three. Okay. Um, I don't know where you start losing efficiency. Um, I'm not. I'm not a ballistics expert, so someone else will have to cue me in on you know when. Uh, um, feet per second. What kind of per inch of barrel? What do you find you lose feet per second when you go from sixteen to? We, we didn't play with it that much because we had two weeks to build it, so it was oh, okay. okay. Make sure it functions, go to the range, have some fun with it. Dave couldn't put it down once he shot it, so. It was efficiently fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the test, I guess, over there. Um, DCG44 says, AK customers are more likely to shoot cheap ammo, so your guns better work with Rot, Gut, Tula, and Wolf. Yep. Yeah, well, so there you go. Well, let me just tell you, what, like, with 50 cals, People buy the cheapest ammo they can find, <laughs> and yeah. they get it's freaking get, five bucks a round or something. No, no. Okay, how, what's no. the cheap? What's the cheapest round on fifty? You could buy you could buy Lake City, American-made Lake City current production stuff for uh-huh. under three dollars a round, pretty easy. Okay, pretty easy. under three. So, but that is machine gun ammo. That's not designed mm. to shoot minute of angle. That's not designed to, you know, do these five thousand yard shots that these people dream of. But they mm-hmm. hear about and things, you know, so yeah. or, or mile shots. Um, yeah. So or they get even cheaper, like reloads that they don't know where they came from. Yeah. And you know, what's the best, like, cheapest uh, 50 out there? I can tell you right now. What, mine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for that plug. I wasn't looking for a plug. Thank yeah. No, well, I'm talking about the ammo. I'm talking about the oh, ammo. Okay. The most affordable so ammo is the one I get from you, Walter. Uh, what I was working toward was that when people start having problems sometimes, and I say, where'd you get the ammo? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, what brand is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> that doesn't help anything. I mean, you know, uh, there's a yeah. lot of reloaded stuff out there that's really, even it's reloaded by some of these people that people know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's reloaded right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Anyways, that's just my two cents. Yeah, well, that's the fifty. The AK is a totally different deal. I, yeah, I would it's guess a different animal. Yeah, most people are just putting the cheapest stuff they can get through their AK, and that's probably why lots of people like it. Cheap, you know, hard hitting round. I guess you know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, it'll perform like it'll perform like an AK when you use regular AK ammo. Yeah. Does anyone compete with an AK? Anyone out there compete? I don't know if yes. Mike knows. They do. Okay. I wouldn't know. Because oh, okay. only only compete with um pistol. Oh, okay, yeah. you're just doing pistol. Okay. There are probably some people who do some. Uh, I guess we'll call three gun with AKs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just varies from. I don't. I don't give you. I don't. I don't know anybody in particular. But. You've got some. You've got some dedicated competitions now. You got Red October. You got a. Uh, oh Flash yeah, Flash, right. A couple other that are just dedicated at AK three gun competitions. There are some that are starting to get into now that you've got drop-in triggers and tunable gas blocks and all this other stuff. So you're 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 ne it's never going to be like the popular gun. It's not the AR, right? But you're going to see the occasional guy that wants to challenge himself or do something funny, and he'll bring an AK to a, a shooting match just because they are becoming more updated with the tunable and the the triggers and so on and so forth. But mm -hmm. um, I, I, last I heard, if you go to an AK, if you're using an AK platform, they do give you like a, I don't know what you want to call like a handicap just because the reloading is a little bit more difficult and the, you know, charging, you know, you don't have a bolt hold, hold open feature when you're out of ammo. So I heard they're kind of handicapping that for people. But like I said, it's, I don't think it'll ever become mainstream. You'll have your AK uh, competitions, but I don't think it'll be like the next gun everyone's running. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and I've also seen people do training, like I've, I've done training with Reed, and uh, there's been guys out there with AKs and friggin' iron sights on it, kicking ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a uh, Colorado and, and some of the uh, groups out here, you know, they do, you know, team training stuff, and you can show, as long as you've got a battle rifle, it doesn't matter if it's an FAL, an AK, an AR, they just want you to have a battle rifle, and they go out and, you know, train together, they don't care. So. Yeah. Uh, let's get some comments in here. Uh, I'm not Will Rogers says like bringing a knife to a gunfight in three gun. <laughs> That's his. Um, uh, Richard Maunder says I've seen a few guns blow up here by people that said they were good at reloading. <laughs> I've seen it myself. I've seen it myself. The funny part is when you get a guy on the phone who's been reloading for forty years. I said, Have you ever done fifty cal? No. Like as well. Um, well, it ain't, it ain't it ain't the same as your thirty eight special or your nine millimeter. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, what was better. that, Patrick? Go ahead. No, I was just the, the fifty cal has got a lot more going on. There's that's a big case. Uh, yeah, people yeah. people think they know everything, but they don't. You know, it's that's scary when you you start loading that much powder. You got a quarter stick, like a quarter yeah. stick of dynamite kind of thing going mm -hmm. on there. So mm -hmm. yeah, you don't want to have you don't want to have an accident with the fifty cal. Yeah. Um, Jade Grew says, uh, I had problems with PMC bronze in my SHDF 50, but Federal and Hornady ran fine. Go I'm ahead. just typing to him. Actually, oh, Okay. Hey, I, my experience with PMC is it runs pretty good. Because PMC is actually, that's Korean military ammo. And mm -hmm. when you get a box of PMC, it's nice and shiny and mm -hmm. clean. When you get the Lake City stuff that they're selling to civilians, which nine times out of ten is all seconds. If you don't know that, mm -hmm. it has little dents and dings in it. Anything that comes from um, from uh, American Eagle brand that's got an X in front of it, like mm -hmm. XM, uh, whatever, da da da, mm -hmm. XM30, that's all seconds. Oh. Uh -huh. it, 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 not that it doesn't go off and run, but on the 50 cal, you'll see little dents and dings in the necks. There's corrosion. I've seen uh, 
all kinds of little things. Um, but yeah, PMC usually runs fine. So, Hey, uh, American Eagle is cheaper than PMC. So point mm-hmm. for you. Boom. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. American freedom outdoors says there's a competition in Nebraska called pandemic in the heartland. There's anything goes for weapons. It's a zombie shoot. So there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So you can, you can, uh, run it there. Okay. Um, let me see. We were talking about we were talking about AKs since we got the architect guys here. Uh, so you know what? So the the pistols out. You got the regular thing out, and then you were saying you guys are getting into doing some other stuff over at Accutech. So, so we're releasing the barrel assembly as well. So now you can, uh, what, in a few months we'll be able to um, produce and sell the barrel assembly. So if you want to retrofit your AK or you're doing own AK build, we can mm-hmm. sell you those parts. Uh, and then by the end of this year, we're, the goal, the big goal is to have our own uh, CNC receiver out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. Mm. So uh, are, you, are you planning on adding some kind of twist on that or? Yeah, talk to that again. Oh. <laughs> Once we get into it, then start to, you know, looking around at you know, what else is out there? And then I've got some ideas that I want to do with mine to okay. make it more universal. Um, yeah. It would be cool yeah. to see something that's easier to switch stocks and put whatever kind of stock you want on there. Well, that's that's exactly what I mean by universal. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can do it. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, sitting down and drawing it up. And, you know, like I do with the barrels. I'm mm-hmm. start drawing up parts and... Uh, they, they morph into, you know, the finished product. So that's kind of what I'm going to have to do with the, the mill receiver as well, is just sit down and start playing with it and, you know, do some drawings and see where it goes. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to be more universal to where you can, uh, you can use a typical AK or a side folder or an M4 stock uh, and change those out very easily. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, let's see. Let's get some. I know yesterday Walter and I were talking about SHOT Show. What other SHOT Show things out there did we not get to? I don't know, Walter, Mike. I know you didn't go to SHOT Show, Mike, but were there, was there anything at SHOT Show that you saw you wanted to get into? Or even you guys, let's, uh, you know. Well, there was um, Blackwater came out with the new 2011, and I wanted to actually read about it, but of course I couldn't find any information online about it because it was released at SHOT Show. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking within the next week or two, it'll be out. But um, just talking with a couple people, um, it's alloy versus steel. So I don't know how that will, hang, you know, stand up, you know, in the competition world. Yeah. So Blackwater, is that the Blackwater that were like contractors? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it actually it is. Okay. And they came out with a 2011 pistol. Yes. Okay. So you've seen it now. What did you think about it? Um, I only seen a picture of it, and it was black, so it wasn't like it was. I could see all the complete details of it. But yeah, you know, I'm gonna uh, roll in something of, from the firearms blog here on it. Yeah, so the yeah. 2011 is nothing more than a 1911 with a wider um, frame and um, wider grip, so you can put a double stack magazine versus a single stack in it. Right, and it looks like it's optic ready. Uh, the one that I'm looking at here looks like it's got a. You know, it's pretty tacticalized and all that kind of stuff. 
That's cool. That's cool. Um, did you did you guys see that, Patrick? I stopped by their booth and I I, I got a hold of it. I mean, it was it's a wide nineteen eleven. Um, I can imagine double stacked, right? It'll just be a little bit heavier, but. I like the concept. That's cool. I mean, I, I'm a 1911 fan. Just, you know, I, I like the platform. It's cool. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I'm interested to shoot it. Holding it's one thing, but being able to get an actual grip and see how it feels when firing is, is another. Yeah. Well, what would be yeah. so, like, awesome about, you know, like a modernized 1911? I mean, the red dot optic in a double stack mag for me, is that's pretty cool. Okay. All right. And you just like anything old school, right? I'm throwing, uh, up, I mean, yeah. throwing up some I'm pictures right now. Yeah, are awesome. 1911s. Yeah, I, I like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> right, right. No, understood, understood. Okay. We were at still. We got to go out. I got a buddy who works for the uh, counterintelligence down there, so he took me to the range. I got to go shoot a grease gun and a Tommy gun. And, uh, shot a 50, some other stuff. It was fun. It was a good time. Just go, mm-hmm. you know, after... After the show is over, everybody else is going out and partying, and I was just going to shoot guns. Okay. Um, here's a question from Elster's Rifles and Reloading. He says, so I'm checking out your stuff online, and I like the integrated pick rail on the front trunnion area, but have you thought of making that pick rail longer, uh, more over so the that, dust cover? So our Picatinny rail is just screwed in, um, so you can actually pull that off, and we have a longer version you can put on. That's just what we sell it with. Um, mm-hmm. But we make a longer pick rail that you can put on there. So, yes, it will come farther back over the dust dust cover. Uh, we left that on there because a lot of people were asking us, well, how do I light up my dust cover properly or get that on there? So uh, it sells with the short one, and then you can just aftermarket a longer version of that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. And Big Dre 357 says 2011s aren't new. They've been around for a couple of years. Just rare and expensive. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm guessing, Mike, you're into that because it's like a competition pistol, basically. Well, I just got my first 2011 back in, like, July, June, July of uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, when you're shooting competition, if you're into the scoring of 40 and limited in the limited division, uh, 40 is going to be better for a scoring versus a nine millimeter because mm-hmm. they're going to grade the nine millimeter as minor versus the 40 as major. So regardless, you're chasing the 40 all day. So I went ahead and got um, SDI. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Did you did you see any of the stuff that came out from Walther? I see. You know they've got some custom shop. Uh, Q5's out now. Did you see any of that stuff? No. Yeah. So, um, let me see. Well, I thought it was a Q4, but I didn't. I know the Q4. Yeah, they did come out with a Q4. That's like a more concealable. That's like a, a, not really a cut down because they're saying it's a whole different gun, but a smaller gun than the Q5. Um, But they also came out with some custom, well, actually with some custom guns from... uh, customized versions of the q5 i don't know if you had a chance to see that no i didn't even see that one yet um yeah, no is it something like you special order or is it already custom whereas you go to the store and it's like various options yeah um they, they've got the custom shop and i guess you could get it from there they make they're building special limited editions of them mm-hmm. so um go ahead who was that 
Okay, I don't know. That was. Yeah, I think that was Dave. Dave pushed the wrong button over there and started something. I'm throwing up some of them on the screen right now if you want to see some customized versions. <laughs> That's seriously customized. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's seriously custom. Yeah, uh, some of these are really ex going to be expensive, that's, too. But That's beyond, the, you know, that's not like you go out and take, do a do three gun with that or something, you know. It's not, oh, why not? If, you, if you're rolling oh, like that. strange. Those don't never see a three gun bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't ever coming out of the safe? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're never yeah. going to see a three. Now, the planer ones, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna, they're, that's a possibility, but uh, right. all fully engraved ones, you ain't gonna see. Yeah, no safe queens, no safe queens out there. No safe queens. Yeah, we don't we don't believe in safe queens. Okay, um, okay, who else? What other? Okay, what stuff did the Accutech guys see at Shot Show that they thought other than your stuff, obviously? What else all did right, you uh, see that you thought was cool? I like Bond Arms. I like his new the new stuff he's doing over there. He's building a lighter frame. That was pretty cool. I do like his little bullpup pistol. But um, mm -hmm. I'm I carry a uh, you know as crazy Coloradoans that like to go hike all the time. Uh, that little Derringer he's got with a 410 on its great for. Mm -hmm. Oh, did these guys just freeze up? I think you froze there. We didn't hear the last part. Um, the the uh, Bond Arms his little bullpup. Uh, mm -hmm. He created a lighter frame, and then he's got that uh, Derringer, which is great. I love that. Um, what else did we go check out? We kind of hung out in the basement most of the shot shows. So that's where the good stuff is, right? Oh, someone's asking me if I saw the Trump Desert Eagle. I'm gonna let me see if I could get this up on the screen right now. I went and looked up at a picture of it. Trump Desert Eagle. You know. Palmetto State Armory, they came out with a new handgun that's based off of the, the Glock um, shape frame. Yeah, it's called, uh, yeah, I think it's called the PS9 Dagger. Mm. $299. You want to try to stick a, a dagger right in Glock's heart? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. $299. $299 for the regular version. And with an optic and a threaded barrel, $350. Wow. So did yeah. you actually hold it when you was out there? Huh? Did you actually hold it and play with it when you was out there? Yeah. 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 Walter did too. Yeah. What'd you think about it, Walt? I it was fine. I mean, you know, it's a little less blocky and the slide has, you know, different serrations and it's stylized. You know, Glocks are pretty plain. They're pretty nobody can complain that they're pretty yeah, they're pretty. They they have a very German feel. They're pretty yeah. like. It's there's all nothing. Business. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them being plain. They Austrian, work. They do Austrian. what they're supposed to do, right? But they they yeah. they have no. One looks like another. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? It's no. Like when no. It's like when they get little or they get bigger. They they kind of all look the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're all from the same family, so they look the mm -hmm. same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But. But when you get to the PSA gun, it has, you know, different serrations on the slide. Uh, the, the frame is rounded more in the back, so it's got doesn't have that blocky feel as sometimes the Glock has. Um, I think they'll do, they'll, they won't be able to make enough of them. I think so, they'll sell it. So yeah, what do so. they do? Just use um, the Glock, just use the Glock, like, molding, and then just put Palmetto State Armory, you know, um, parts on the inside. Or? No, it's. It looks like they're building it from the ground up. I don't think it. They're using like um like someone else's frame, or a slide or anything like that. It looks like they're building it from the ground up. The trigger is definitely different. I know some people don't necessarily like the trigger, but um, looks like they're they're. I mean, obviously, there's lots of people 
um, chasing what Glock has going on. But and then there's so many people out there that have variations of a Glock, right? Striker right. fired guns. Yeah. So is that um you can interchange Glock parts with it, or you think that's the reason why they went like that? Eh, I'm gonna believe you probably could. You probably could. I, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I I would say you probably would be able to change a couple of parts. I mean, I don't until we get one, we'll we'll yeah. see. Because <laughs> they'll probably start selling slides too. Yeah. And frames set by themselves, and then yeah. you can you can you can make your own Lego. You yeah. Put them all together. yeah. Yeah, they're going to sell everything separately. What do you guys think about, like, I also, when I was out there at SHOT Show, I noticed that PSA, they've already been in the AK game now for, what, like, a little while here, but they are really kicking yeah. it up in the AK game. What do you guys think about that? No, it's awesome. I, I, I like to see the platform expand. There's plenty of room for all of us, right? It's uh, There's not a whole lot of AK manufacturers out there, so I thought it was actually pretty exciting to see uh, you know, a AK coming out that's under a thousand dollars that looks like it's actually put together well. That's that's good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. No threat as another as another AK ma uh, manufacturer. Do you think these? Do you think about them and go these bastards? We're a little bit different than what they are, right? I mean, we've got the whole barrel assembly um, where they just kind of put it. They 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 base it off of a previous AK. Um, it's still great. I'm not not complaining at all, but. It's a, a standard AK, and it's under a thousand bucks, and that's what the market needs, right? You're going to have your people that are buying, you know, the cheapest 1911s, the mid-grade 1911s, and the super fancy 1911s. That's kind of mm -hmm. where the AK world is. You got your base, you know, military hacked-up receiver. Someone slapped it together in their kitchen. You're going to have your uh, Palmetto State Armories. You're going to have, you know, I mean, we're not even the most expensive. What is it? M13 out there. I think their base price is 2400 bucks for an AK. Uh, that's not for everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, there's some AKs that go over that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Is there one made out of a meteor? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> have it, have it what is I the had, most expensive AK ever made? Had, What's the most? Do we have a meteor AK? Yeah. We should. Gold-bladed, like, some yeah. Side yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, make it, Dave. Make it. <laughs> you can do it. You figure out what feeds and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that, like I said, I mean, it, it looks the – I went over and played with it, the, the fit, the function, the way it racks. It, it feels good. It looks good. And it's exciting to see that you can get a decent AK for under 1000 bucks, right? So, um you know, I, I'm not a fan of Century, but uh, they do have. Oh, he froze. For the moment. Yeah, that's weird. He said he's not oh. a fan of Century and immediately froze. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's still um, over there pushing buttons making things happen like that <laughs> that's not me I didn't do that <laughs> um, I didn't do that we'll get them back here in a second hold on let me see if we lost in them the chat, in the meantime in the chat real quick the mm -hmm. subject came up with 50 cal ammo and somebody was saying that they get their ammo from Sportsman's Guide and and um, another place Sportsman's Guide won't ship 50 to floor anymore because they somehow think it has something to do with steel core pistol ammo okay um, when I when I asked them why not, they sent me the Florida statute, and it has nothing to do with with rifle ammo. It's it's all uh, it's mm -hmm. something that Sportsman's Guide got in their head. I don't know what it is. So oh okay, um, we're waiting for these. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Mike. We're waiting for these guys say, to come. Um, hey Walter, uh, how was the show turnout for you? 
No, it was all right. It was good. Um, we had good. Uh, you know, we always had good traffic in the in our in our space. Um, you know, it, it, as the show progresses like normal through the days, it slacks off. But but um, you no, know, we, we had. I think we had a good show. We had a lot of people looking at my Glock lower for this tree bog. We had the laser set. We had a laser set up in our booth making uh making these coins for the show, and um, it worked out all right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, look, these, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> they're back. <laughs> Stop talking about Sentry Arms and you'll stay on. Yeah. We lost you at Sentry Arms. We lost you at Sentry <laughs> yep. Arms. Boom, gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, were you, what were you... Go ahead. No, I'm going to Like, how much do you think it would cost to reload a 50 cal bullet? Like... Right now, it costs me roughly about four or five cents to make um, a 40-round reloaded. Yeah. So how much do you think it would cost to make a 50-round? Probably, uh, uh, if you have the brass already and everything. Correct. Uh, pro- way less, less than a dollar. Hmm. I mean, you get the Projo's ball projectiles, if you're just using like regular old Military surplus projectiles, and you can get surplus powder too. By the way, um, right. if you even get—I don't—I've never priced new powder, but I've always saw people using surplus powder. You could definitely come in under a buck, um, hmm. but you got to have the fifteen hundred dollar or the thousand dollar press. Everything's on a bigger scale, so the equipment costs a lot more too. So, yeah. right, yeah, okay. So, so we've got Patrick back. You were saying, Patrick. Before. Century arms. Yeah. Century. Here we go. <laughs> Century mm-hmm. could be hit or miss, right? Sometimes you get something good out of the box. Sometimes you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so their price point, take take your gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, I mean, for what Century's selling their guns for, you can get an American, all American-made um, PSA gun, probably, or for yeah. less. Yeah, I think and, the competition's stepping up. I mean, I, I'd like to see what stuff this does in terms of quality and price and all that going forward. Go ahead, Walt. I, I, I think I think gone are the days people are going to accept the crooked sighted uh, Wasser. Yeah. You know, where you right. look down the thing and the sights are like this. You know, there was a time when people took anything you give them, mm-hmm. you know, because yep. they got an AK. Oh, but mm-hmm. yeah, now they're going to do that anymore. So. What's going to be interesting and in, in kind of what we ran into when we first started, we were doing an all-American AK, but the market, because of previous manufacturers, don't want American trunnions because did the Americans do it right? Are they going to explode? Are they going to crack right now? And we all know the Americans can manufacture good ones, but it's because of previous manufacturers that now the AK market is weary of that. So until they really prove that they can do it, I mean, maybe they've got a good enough following over there at PSA that they're just going to take off with it. But our first batch was all American, and everybody. The biggest complaint we got was, "Well, I don't know if I want an American trunnion. I don't American trunnion this." So we ended up <laughs> we went for Romanian trunnion just because the market was afraid to use an American one. That makes me want to scream. <laughs> right. People say that. There, I, I, okay, yes, you have to heat treat it right and pick the right materials, but. We freaking went to the moon and build rockets, and sh- we can build a AK Tronion. The Russians, it, 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 it's just like 
are you so ignorant? You, you know, come on. Did we on, really go on. to the moon, though? Did we really? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, I don't think we went to the moon either. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, anyway, what else? But anyways, yeah, we that have, whole concept that we can't, yeah, okay, 747, right? You see right. a 747 fly through the skies? Uh-huh. That yeah. has shit on it that it makes an AK tron you look like, like, uh, like kids play. Okay. I have on those. You know, yeah, there you like, go. So, yeah, if Dave can do that, then he could definitely build AKs. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. Russians did it with no CNC stuff. Each yeah. each yeah. operation to a different yeah. machine. Yeah. You got You five, don't have six, to go seven. you don't have to go to fancy uh, you know, jets and rockets and uh, all the satellites and all the awesome things America's building, man. Um, there's something called the AR-15. <laughs> but an, AR, an love, AR-15 trunnion is very AK. simple compared to an AK trunnion, as far as the machining type stuff. It's, uh, it's, they're broached and they're a couple of little some lathe work and boom, it's done. I mean, in 1911, <laughs> America made the 1911. The 1911's nothing to make. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's easy too. You could just stamp those out, I guess. No, very simple machining in 1911. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. an investment casting and stuff like stuff like that. Yeah, so. Okay, what's America's version of the AK? Well, I mean, in in in, in there what's, isn't one. What's the close? Okay, so America has never made a gun. Well, the you think that approaches a, the that approaches the AK? Well, the AK, the AK is not okay. Let's just say the trunnion has to be made correctly, so it so it doesn't explode. Um, mm -hmm. the AK, aside from that, the, the AK is pretty damn simple. A sheet metal AK is not. It's riveted together, which any farmer can sit in the machine and put the rivets in in a fixture and go, Padook, yeah, good, good job, Mobotka. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's why people say, oh, you welded an AK together. I, weld some, I welded quite a few AKs together, TIG weld them. Yeah. And they go like, oh, that's going to come apart. Right. So does an HK come apart? Well, okay. So you're trying to say that the technical achievement that the Russians made with the AK is the trunnion? No, I'm just saying okay. that they, they, I mean, look at the MP44 from the Germans, which you say that the Russians copied and all that bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. That is a, that is an anal retentive German machine. It has way too much, <laughs> way, but, but, but the complexity of it shows how advanced they were in their stampings yeah, and their yeah. weldings right. and their castings. When they were bombing the living, but Jesus out of them. Yeah, they right? were still. Yeah, they right. were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the Russians, the Russians don't think that way. It's got. Look at their tanks. The Germans build all this fancy stuff, high tech optics. The Russians build crap. You got to shift it with a hammer to get things to shift. You know, hit it with. Yeah. A, yeah. And just aim. You know. But who won? Yeah. So speaking of that, yes, was it yesterday that was like seventy-five years since the um, liberation of Auschwitz? Was that? That's what I saw on the on the on the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I mean, all that crazy stuff happened. The uh, Germans came in there, put these people in concentration camps, did all kinds of things, and people still don't believe that that anyone except the government should have guns. Well, isn't that weird? And also remember, not only were the uh, were the Jews persecuted, but a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Even more non-Jews were killed than Jews. I guarantee you that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Stalin he killed twenty million of his own people. So hey, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, shout and out he, to they, John Crump. I see him out there. Uh huh. Listening. 
Uh, and the Russians didn't have any guns either, so mm-hmm. you know, to fight back with. So yeah, um, Brian Quick says no one is really advancing the AK platform anything like the AR because the AK purists hold companies hostage like feminists. Ooh, no. those are no. oh. No, he went there. Groups. He went they, there. Yeah, let's they, hear it. The uh-huh. AR-15 is a Lego. So you can unbulk this and snap in another piece. You That's can awesome. You can unbulk this and snap yeah. in another piece. You can't unsnap that that barrel extension out of an AK receiver and mm-hmm. snap in another thing. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the average person can't do it. So. Mm-hmm. There's a few things like, like Sharps Brothers. They released their uh, mill AK, which takes your... Uh, AR-15 style buttstocks, right? There, there's a few things that are starting to happen in the AK oh. world because manufacturers are going, look, we can make this simpler, more fun, and you know, cooler stuff attached to it. So I, I'm, I think at this point, like we talked to an AK purist when we were there, and he was like, I see why you guys did what you did. It's just not my cup of tea. And you know what? I'm just glad he said, yeah. cool. It's not for me, but I, I see why you did. High five, well, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the direction it's going. There, there's AR purists too, like you know that, yeah, that or or AR snobs will say that you know they gotta have their, they gotta have their Noveski and they gotta have their this and their that. In everything, know? there's the uh, snobs and the, there's and, pistol snobs. And, there's all and of they'll that. They'll pay three times what a barrel's worth, so they says stamp Noveski on it. But they don't mm-hmm. know. A lot of these people don't. Noveski don't make their own barrels. Mm-mm. You hearing that? They don't make their own. <laughs> lots of people, lots of people don't make their own stuff. A lots of a lot. Most major manufacturers yeah. don't make their own parts. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. especially in the AR world, because they don't do forgings, they don't do the they they, they don't do it in house. They hire somebody else to do it, and they just they just put their cute little name on it, or their little horsey or whatever, and and yeah. uh, and it's you know all of a sudden the rainbow comes out. Yeah. Uh, John Crump is saying he he says I disagree. Look at Rifle Dynamics with their adjustable gas blocks. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of different. It yeah. all depends on how yeah. much you want to pay. I mean, you know, AccuTech guys are making um, their you know b- what, what do you guys call it a bowl barrel? I guess we could put it. You know. Yeah. yeah you know. Seeing the barrel assembly. Yeah. Yeah. There's you know. different. There are different receivers. There are different barrel links. Different. De- there's all kinds of things you can do to your AK. You mm-hmm. just—it's not as easy as as the Lego gun, you know, because yeah. you just can't do it at home. A lot of it. So. Yeah. So another thing that I saw when I put up the uh, the video for uh, the uh, PSA guys and their AKs, someone said that he cannot stand the sight of a buffer tube and and a, and a stock on an AK. And I thought, you know what? That's a good. That's a good thing. That's a. Good, that's a good okay. subject. That's a good I'm, subject. I'm, I'm, what do you guys I'm, feel I'm, about that? I, I'm. I'm one of those folks that the two. It's like crossing the streams almost. Uh-huh. I, I. I get why it's done because it's really mm-hmm. convenient. And yeah, I've done it. Gear, I've done it myself. Nothing I've done against it the gearhead work stuff. Not yeah, at all. I was gonna say kudos to the innovations of um, right, right, production. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It's once again. It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if I had my choice, I'd have a milled receiver um, with a freaking laminated stock from Poland, which are beautiful, by the way. <laughs> I'd like laminated stocks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I just um, buy it and call it good. But it's not for everybody. So I don't, you know, I wouldn't say, hey, you got to have that. You know, some people want to have Magpul stuff. Great. Go for the Magpul. Mm-hmm. I just, 
I'm just like kind of old school in that respect. So. Yeah, I kind of agree with with what that guy said. Now I remember when I first started messing around with AKs, I was putting all kinds of stuff on there, and now I'm kind of drifting in that direction of I want my AK to look like an AK. I do want it to be modernized, though. I want it to be modernized, but I still want it to be modernized along the AK timeline. You know what I mean? You yeah. want your AK to kind of go like a normal girl, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What do you what 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 do the Accutech guys? What do you think about that? Uh, you want your AK stock to be traditional buffer tube? What do you think? To me, it's what you're, as the shooter, what you're comfortable with, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to is use the platform the way that you need to use it, right? Some people have long arms. Some people have skinny arms. Some people want an adjustable stock. Some people don't. So mm -hmm. to me, it comes down to what's going to fit you and your shooting style or what you're going to use it, right? If you're just having fun with it and you think, hey, I want a side folder because it's cool, have at it, right? With those yeah. old Romanian wire side folders, you can't get a cheek weld. You're inaccurate as hell. Nope. And they <laughs> but they look cool. They look right. cool. It beats on, the man. living crap out of your shoulder. Or, those, or the crappy underfolders. You know, those under stocks are one of the most uncomfortable stocks in the right. world. But damn, yeah. they look cool when you build yeah. them right. So <laughs> when the hell, when the hell is somebody going to upgrade the technology on the stocks of AKs? But what I know, we were chatting with. Not, I mean, not, not, not. I'm not. I'm saying not by. Obviously, people are using the AR stocks. But when will someone modernize it along AK lines? Go ahead. Sorry, Patrick. No, I. We were chatting with a, a manufacturer at Shot Show about. Hey, can we modernize a few things that they're making already for the AK stuff? But I mean, is it going to go to the Hey, can we ever make a wire side folder comfortable? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. probably not. Yeah. 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 Can you make some kind of different folder? Can we do something? Can it come with cushioning? You know? Doesn't Magpul already do that, right? Yeah. Can it have that? What's Okay, Walter, what's that? Um, is it the SM? I just had an idea. I'll tell him when he gets done with his thought. Yeah, is it the SM? What is that? Um, you have that gun that basically the paratroopers would jump out with it and they were shooting. Oh, and so the it has FG, a, FG42. FG42, yeah. Could we, you know, it has that that uh, stock in the back. It springs in the stock. Yeah, how about that's, that? that? That's actually been done. On an AK? Romania, I believe the Romanians made a stock, a grenade launching stock. That had springs in the rec like a recoil pad in the back. Hmm. Um, okay, um, that that wouldn't be that hard to do. But as a manufacturer, I got to go. How many people are going to buy this? Well, that's you know, true. You know, yeah. why you got to be right. practical? And how Let's much see. am I going? How much am I going to charge for it? Yeah. Let's see the yeah. the stock that you got on your AK Hank has a uh, spring in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I love. I mean, honestly, I'll tell you, I want a more traditional AK stock on, on my Accutech. You know that. I've been talking to you about that, Patrick. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah speaking of AKs or Galils in the AK mm -hmm. family, in the mm -hmm. big, the worldwide family, mm -hmm. I hate the AK, the Galil side folding stuff. To me, it's the most useless Why? because it it it, 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 it unless you get a brand new uh, stock. Which in a, usually in this market they're all takeoff stocks. They're usually all loose. They wiggle, and they're just not very. It's not very user friendly. So what I did, I found an original Glio wooden stock. Mm -hmm. Boom, the rainbow came out for me. It's oh. the proper. It's the proper length. You get a good cheek <laughs> feel on, on my on my sensitive skin. Oh boy. And, 
and it works great. I got your sensitive skin right skin here. Right here. Yeah. 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 Uh, John Crump wants to know if you guys, if who's going to Kalash Bash. Um, and let's see. Dudabai, it says Arsenal Sam 7SF is an awesome right side AK folding stock. Um, so I'm not familiar with that one. Someone would have is that to. The, I don't know if that's the solid, the solid like polymer side folding yeah. stock. Yeah. Um, and High Point, uh, DCG44 says High Point has springs of the stock. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I also got that annoying piece of uh, like uh, rubber absorbing stuff and the thing that tears your skin off. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's what I think, because I'm going to move on from this subject, talk about some other things. But here's what I think is the most amazing achievement addition to the AK. Okay, dictator mode, go plated, boom. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest to the architect fellows that they come out with their their, their receiver, their mill yeah. receiver, and send it down to WD MD guns, which I have no connection with, mm-hmm. and get them to make you a Saddam Hussein gun, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, I could tell you this. I okay. I don't know if I should talk about this, but. Um, they, you know, they they've been doing one for the Big Daddy guys for a while, and they're still still not. That is not easy to do. Well, but gold plated. Yeah, gold plating. A lot is, of polishing. A lot yeah, of polishing. Lots of work. Lots of work but on that. There's a reason why only dictators have them. <laughs> because they got slaves. <laughs> <laughs> they got slaves. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, that's that's why those that cost the big bucks. Someone's got to come up with a rattle can version of that. Like, can, well, you know, come come on, three rattle cans. Maybe you put on like you put on a base layer. You know, then you put on like some kind of black enamel. Then you spray it gold, and you got dictator. Boom. <laughs> okay, when someone does that, just let me know. I'm not going to associate anybody's name with that last thing. There are people who make gold paint, by the way. Uh, yeah, this company. But I'm not going to suggest anybody because you made it the, like dictator stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, oh, oh. Or rattle can. Spray it on three layers and. Yeah, what's wrong with rattle can in it? Get a Cadillac emblem for the back stock and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's easy to touch up, right? Yeah, I mean, so hold on. So now here's the thing. So I saw this. I was was trying to tell you guys about this, and I'm going to throw it up on the screen. I'm going to throw up my phone here. Okay, so Brownells on Twitter. If you've got Twitter, you guys can go check this out yourselves. But I'm going to put it up here on the screen. They have this post here that says... um, Lots of people coming out of SHOT Show talking about the at grip knife being the most innovative thing that they saw on the show floor. What are your thoughts? So the grip no. knife, and I'm going to, let me see if I could get go to this picture and zoom in for you guys. So just so you know, basically it is a vertical grip on an AR that goes on. Maybe uh, I'm thinking it's M-Lock or something like that. And there's a knife inside of the the handle, so you can hold on to it. And then, in an extreme emergency, you got a knife right there, ready for you. And people think that's. I I responded to that. No. What do you guys? Let me I'm get. Looking at your guys. website. I'm looking at yeah, your website. Yeah. Let me see. No. Yeah. No. I mean, just just as a combat vet, my thought is, why wouldn't you just use the tool in front of you? You got muzzle strikes, butt strokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> What do we need I to mean, pull? It? You can put both hands on the um, 
on it and use it as a baseball bat. <laughs> since I since I've never been in the military, and, and it, uh-huh. I, I just this is the question I get asked: Has everybody issued a bayonet? Mm, no, good question. No more. Okay. You, you, um, you get it. All right. The last time, yeah. So like the last time I was deployed, they had bayonets in the arms room, and um, well, the first time I was deployed, um, when we first went out. They gave everybody one, but they didn't make us fix bayonets. It was just like supposed to be on your belt. A utility. Um, it's like a utility knife too, I would think, kind of. Correct. Um, and you know, you can actually use that um, sheath and a knife, put it together, and you can cut um, barbed wire with it. Um, but after that, it was more like, okay, that's just added weight and something we're not going to use because you know everybody had either um, a Gerber or some form of a pocket okay. knife. Right. And then right. of course we had assault tools in the vehicles as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that, that, that was just my unit, an infantry unit. So I can't speak for finance or chemical <laughs> or <laughs> uh, the garage. Yeah. Yeah. So you were out there, Patrick. What's your answer to that? I mean, agreed with him. You know, being in the 82nd, we weren't carrying bayonets. You know, they issued us, you know, I had a, a bench made with a, you know, fixed blade that I could pull out. I had a, a pocket knife. We weren't lugging around bayonets and uh, just mm-hmm. you know are always taught get back to your tools create separation use your you know use your rifle as a weapon if you need to muzzle checks blood strokes get create separation and use something deadly right so mm-hmm. if you're trying to wrestle with knife. Mm-hmm. okay all right yeah um so here let me see i think i found let me, i don't know if i'll be able to put this up on the screen but i did find the website for these guys the grip knife knife guys <laughs> So you can take a look at that. Look, I'm not oh, saying it's it. terrible. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's a terrible thing, but seriously, I don't see it as being the most innovative thing at SHOT Show. But no, it, does, no. it does bring up the question, what was the most innovative thing that people saw at SHOT Show? Last if if year, not, otherwise it's going to be that the if we can't folding, come up. Um, lock last year, right? Oh, folding lock? You're saying folding lock? Oh. No, I'm saying for last year. Oh, that last was year, the most last year. for Shot Show. Oh, you think so? You're you're with the last year. You thought that was pretty cool, right? It was different. It was different, okay. something new. Okay. All, um, right. All right. This year, I didn't see anything that came across my feed or anything anybody put up that was a standout moment where he's like, "Oh, wow, let me go research this or let me see what this is about." Or if it was something like that, I would have texted you and was like, hey, man, hey, look this up or go check this out and tell me what you think. You mm-hmm. know, but I didn't see anything. So Yeah. Okay. Um, Walter, what was the most in- – what do you think? I'm, I'm searching my brain also. If we can't come up with something more innovative, then we're going to have to give it to the grip knife. <laughs> oh. to... <laughs> uh, Kathleen Music Lover says the Largo Alien Pistol. Huh. $5,000? Uh, I don't know. What? Okay, what was the big deal about the alien pistol? I did try to look at that video earlier that I think TFB or one of those guys did, but I didn't really I didn't really get that far. I, didn't, mm. I think somebody else told me that's like uh, the 5000 is for the first one or it's limited or something like that. Then it's going to be maybe it was 2500 but still. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what did you What did you see that was innovative? I guess the Ruger 5.7 is not innovative because the 5.7 pistol. I mean, I touched yeah, that. Yeah, we already, yeah. Um, I saw a lot of, well, the Palmetto State 
which one is their upper that's the whole gun that's uh, piston driven yeah um, the um the jekyll the jekyll yeah yeah but that's not new i mean there's, well there's gonna, the yeah. concept's not new no yeah um yeah um i hate to give it to a, a pocket knife but you know or to a and and not only a knife but a knife with a blade only day long you know I mean, yeah oh the grip know. knife looks like it's winning this argument I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. What do you think, Patrick? <laughs> do you remember? Do you guys remember the grip pod? Did you guys ever get used? Pod. See the grip pod being used overseas? Grip pod. The grip pod where you push a button and two little legs pop out. It's okay. Yes, yeah, so I've seen cord. that. Yeah. That's an Israeli thing, isn't it? No, that was no. designed oh. here. Huh. I happened. I used to work for the guy that. Anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> um, All right. That's, yeah, that's a that's a long story. Mm -hmm. But anyways, yeah, the grip pod that it sold a lot of them to the military, and then that that fad went away in the military, and and um, I don't know. I didn't think anything was like earth shattering. I was like, oh my god, check that out. Yeah. Um, speaking of the concealed carry, Mike, I ordered one at the show. They have a a full conceal. The, the full, full conceal, conceal has yeah has a completely full conceal gun now. It's all with their their own upper and their own lower. Mm -hmm. So um, it was like four fifty, and I pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's it smooth? Oh, the trigger? Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> well, for, for you to actually say that, it had to have been something that stood well, out for you to say. Well, okay. I like, uh, once again, I, I it's well made. I consider it well made because there's all kinds of hinges and, you know, things. It folds up. I think it's more a concealed thing than it is. I mean, you're not going to use it as a target gun, you know. And, and to be honest with you, I've been thinking about this whole trigger thing. In reality, I mean, I've never had to use one against someone or something in I in a hurry. But are you really going to worry about resetting stuff when you when when the shit hits the fan? Yeah, it's all about no. Shit. It's about killing the thing coming towards you, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're not going to remember any of that stuff. It's going to. I mean, I remember like doing hunting stuff. You know, something comes charging at you. You just want to go pow 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 pow. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, if you uh -huh. if you remember to turn the safety off, by the way, right. I had a I had a hog run by me one time in the woods, and I go, like ah, the safety was on. <laughs> in that in that heat of you forgot to turn the safety off. You know, it was a bolt action rifle, so it was a little more involved than mm -hmm. than a than a modern sporting rifle. But um, but anyways, yeah, so. Um, but innovative, you know, innovative. It's like, uh, I didn't, I didn't see anything. that was like, oh my God, check. Yeah. Len Holt says, you mean the G44 wasn't innovative? <laughs> I can, I can tell you, tell me if y'all seen this. Uh -huh. show. The lady uh -huh. that was driving around with the bar stool as the little scooter going around no. the shot show floor. I didn't no, see I didn't see that. Show? No. Uh, I saw someone I, driving a pug, a dog around in a in a in a little electric car. jeep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw that yeah. last year. Um, okay. Some cool. There some cool patches at the shot show. Yeah. Here, let me throw this up for consideration. While the, I'm going to come to the Accutech guys here, I'm going to throw this up for consideration. Boom! Bug assault was at shot show, and <laughs> oh I God. saw them in the what new product. They were set up at the shot show. They were. I, I couldn't find their booth, but I hear they did have a booth. But I saw them in the new products wing, Walter, in the new products uh, room or whatever you want to call it. So Bug Assault was there, so I'm going to go with that. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? It's not like new-new, 
But Dylan Arrow had set up a 338 Lapua minigun, or a 338 Lapua Gatlin gun, they called it. Oh. So okay. 338 Magnum. Okay. You know, yeah. You know what, Hank? I actually have one of those. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, you have a bug yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing Christmas. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go. I'm sorry. He's like, go ahead and shoot me in the arm. You can't hurt that bad. Yeah, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got. I've got one right here. Look. Huh. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making fun of it anyways for being for being what it is. But at the yeah. shot show, really? Yeah, it was at shot show. I just threw up the picture. I mean, isn't this supposed to be uh, shooting, hunting, outdoor? Ba ba ba. Yes. Are, yeah, are, flies are, are outdoors. Are, are flies considered a fair game now? Like you can hunt flies. Game or something, you know? Yeah, you I never heard of the. Flies. You never heard of the Lord of the Flies? Look at this African bull fly I killed. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the wife gets pretty pissed. So, mm. makes a mess. Yeah. So let's see. No one can come up with the most innovative. Okay, here I'm going to show you guys another really innovative thing that I saw at Shot Show. Boom. Oh. Right there. Check this out. Check this out right here. I'm going to blow this up so everyone can see. This was my buddy Ryan. We were just talking about, uh, about Brownells and that post. If you're looking at this, this is the longest cigar I've, I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ryan was out there. That's pretty innovative. I think that's innovative. Oh, that is how, scary. How he smoked this long schlong of a cigar, <laughs> I don't know. How he managed. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that thing is not, that picture is not doing it justice. You got to have a side view of that thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't the most innovative thing, but uh, I got choked out by Chuck Norris at Shot Show. So that was. Oh, you did? I, okay, that's cool. That oh, you, did, you, you actually went up and shook hands? Yeah, it's on our it's on our Instagram, but I got. How long, I, how long did I, you have to wait? I, He's like, yeah, I, I could do that. So I'll put you out right here. <laughs> yeah. How long, um, it, how long did it take? Uh, well, I mean, he didn't let me go all the way, but I was starting to see stars, so that was good. I'm trying to look on your Instagram and see that. I don't see it. No, but I mean, you had to wait in line, right? Yeah. So how long did it take for the time you got in the line to the time you actually? I think about an hour. Okay, because there were people camping out there to be in the front. First thing in the morning, uh, the one time I walked by. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to find that. I do see Crispy. Looks like Crispy got an AccuTech. Yeah, I see that. Got an uh, go to my page, Hank. It's on oh, my page. it's on your page. Okay. Uh oh, Flying Rich is challenging. You. He says, uh, "Hank, ten dollars if you shoot your arm with the salt, with salt." <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you twenty dollars, Hank, if you shoot Rich's arm with the salt. Okay, I might do that. I might do that. <laughs> we might be able to make that happen. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, I'm looking through. I'm looking through your thing. Okay, let's see. Uh, what is the deal with everyone was sitting on this throne at uh, at Shot Show? Oh. What is the deal with this throne thing that you were sitting on? Where was that, Patrick? Uh, it was downstairs by the Gearhead Works booth. I think that was uh, that second monkey or monkey second, something like that. Something they, like that. They just sell, like, firearms, like, shot glasses with a bullet stuck oh. in it and, you know, stuff like that. But they, they had this, I don't know, it was just all... Uh, oh, okay. You know, I see the pictures with uh, with Chuck Norris. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Very yeah, interesting. Uh, Very interesting. I the see. people that made that uh, that thing you gave me, the yeah. 30 millimeter. I can tell you right now, Patrick, um, you could take Chuck Norris, man. You could take him. Chuck Norris today. <laughs> no, I'm sure so, Ch Chuck could still pack a punch. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, yeah. what about, um, did you go see Argo J's rifle that came out? Yes, I did, uh, actually. Bravo Oscar, I think yep. that was the name of it. Yep, there's a video that's up on uh, my YouTube channel about it. Mm -hmm. so what do you think? That could be the most innovative product that came out of SHOT Show. Now, hold on. That's definitely stretching. It was a it was a AR, I mean, it was a talking about a knife compared to an AR-15. Uh, I'll give it to Argo okay. on that one. Uh, sure, I, I understand. <laughs> for the culture, for the culture. I mean, if you want to, if you want to, is my lower, my Glock lower for the street bog innovative? I think that was innovative. That listen, yeah. uh, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to come down on those guys with that knife thing. That's a recipe for disaster. Imagine you take that off. You're like holding on to the, to your thing. You take that off. You try to go put it back on without looking or something. Yeah, yeah, that could go bad. But you know, um, I personally wouldn't do it. I did see that thing though in the new products booth. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'm that crazy. Yeah. Products this year. Yeah, I'm trying to think what was new. I mean, maybe okay. You know what? We got to give it to the grip knife. I'm sorry. No, I refuse. You, yeah, yeah, if you I can't know, come I'm, up with I'm something, saying, we're giving it to the grip. No, the grip knife is going to get it. The grip no, knife wins. Bravo, Oscar. Uh, <laughs> mine's better than that. <laughs> bravo, bravo, Oscar. <laughs> the grip knife is going to be the winner. Unless you bravo, call Oscar. your adapter, Walter. If you call your adapter, if you... Oh, Bribery will be involved with this. If you concede <laughs> to calling your adapter the Hank adapter... Then I'll say that's very innovative. Only if you give Richard about a hundred <laughs> rounds of salt. That's what I <laughs> oh, we could we could salt we could salt Richard for sure. That could happen. That could happen. Uh, Dude abides was sending me this picture. Let me see if I could throw this up here. Dude abides is sending pictures of his side folder. Oh, Lola's in the house now too. Yeah. Oh, Lola's in here. Oh, we better yeah, get. She just posted the chat. Go back to our best behavior. Oops. Yeah, I think Lola <laughs> Lola threw up a, a link to the bug assault. Um, if anyone wants to get one of those bug assaults, I'll tell her to go put it in the description. So, I jacked this one personally. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is this is a this is a spoils of what do you what do you guys call it when you pick up something spoils of war? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, uh. Okay, technically. Not officially, anyways. Yeah, technically, <laughs> technically. Um, some I thought someone here did have one of those dictator AKs at some point. Well, they've been made here. And yeah. They might have been brought. I think it was one brought back. I'm yeah. sure one's been brought back officially. Yeah. Or wasn't Patrick, yeah. weren't you telling us that someone, oh. you found a dictator AK and then they took it from you? I've got pictures of them when, when we got into the... Uh, um, Saddam's palaces in 03. So, mm -hmm. but the FBI has that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think the, yeah. I've heard somebody, I heard a story about one of the agencies has on display inside, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, someone said that the Caltech Sub 2000 integrally suppressed was innovative. I, I mean, there, we already had a Sub 2000. They just slapped a, Put a uh, can on it. Yeah, they put a can on it. <laughs> so I mean, I I I, I saw when I saw the sub two times. Cool, put a can on it. It's like, well, 
Yeah, it's cool, but I don't know if it's innovative because they already they already did the sub two thousand and that's innovative. So I don't know. There is that tab in there. I would have. I really want to. I'm gonna try to get one of those and uh, and test it and see whether or not. That's what I worry about. There's a tab in there that's supposed to hold it all together. We'll see whether or not that um, that turns out. Jake okay. Della Jake Della Home asked if there was any Mandalorian rifles that shot. I did not see any. No, you didn't. You uh, Mandalorian rifles? No, not that looked like the. There were some rifles that were painted to look like the Mandalorian rifle. I, I I've got a plan for a Mandalorian rifle. I just got to follow through on it. So I yeah, one. I'm trying to look idea. through and see. Let's see. Did I see anything else innovative? Oh, here's something. Let me see. Let me see. You guys tell me if this is innovative. I'm gonna throw this up. This is a wobbly, a wobbly um, bipod. Wobbly. This, I think, might get the award of being innovative. Wobbly. The wobbly. Wobbly. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's from, let's see, what's the name on this company here? Uh, Swagger, the bipod. Do you see that? Swagger, the bipod. So this is a bipod that, like, can, uh, let me hit play again. Has it, has it, has a... A swagger as it walks? Yeah, it can move around. You can move it around pretty free there like that. What do you guys think? Is that innovative? I thought, eh, maybe. What the heck? That might be more innovative than a freaking uh, grip knife. Because so knives exist. Grips <laughs> exist. Grips, a knife in the grip, eh, not that much of a jump, I don't think. But this rock, uh, rock and roll bipod. Yeah, it's called a sweat. Let me see if I can look Wire. it up. Let me see if I can look up the Swagger bipod on right. uh, on Google here, because we gotta. If you guys don't want to give it to the to the grip knife, no. So I'm gonna still give it to uh, <laughs> Argo Bravo Jay. Oscar, the Bravo Oscar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, uh, it's gonna take a lot for him to get his change his mind. Yeah. Tell. <laughs> um, listen. Uh, so Argo's rifle is cool because he's you know the funds from that is going to um you know it's going towards a uh you know a, a documentary so yeah for sure i think that's cool but um you know well, and my plans for the mandalorian rifle is a functioning mandalorian rifle by the way not just one that looks like one. Oh, so. functioning is it actually gonna blow uh blow up uh what are those things called well, uh, the little the little uh, Jawas. Yeah, Jawas. Is it going? Oh, be... I have so much fun shooting those little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. ones you never see. Anything you see is a red eye. Yeah, oh, Tony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I, I have an idea for a round that might do that, <laughs> but I'd have to make the round too. So. Yeah, we, you'd also have to make the Jawas. Well. That could go. I'd have to talk to some like maybe yeah. The Japanese. Go go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. You'd you'd have to create the Jawas too. I think. Oh wait. Hold on. I put Mike up here for some reason. Okay. Walter. We'll put Walter up there. Oh, what I do? Yeah. No. 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 Um. Oh, in this space. Oh, three yeah. way. Three way. Yeah. Um. All right. You can imagine you park your car out in the desert and you come up and there's a whole there's a whole shipload of people taking it apart. Man, you got to do something. Well, first of all, let me explain something to you about the Mandalorian. It makes no sense to me. What's that? You have a badass spaceship that can fly through the space. Yeah. Okay. It goes into space. It goes light speed. Okay. Okay. All of that kind of stuff. 
Okay. All right. You set it down. There's no freaking alarm on it. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're you're, you're that doesn't five, make any kind of sense. You might be ten clicks away or five miles away from the alarm. It don't make no difference. Something. What? You think those little bastards will steal your alarm? <laughs> but I I don't know. I that just doesn't yeah. make that does not make sense to me that there was no alarm system. For the for whatever that Mandalorian spaceship is. Well, you'd think you'd have maybe some kind of like shock and force field thing you put up around your spaceship. Or how about this? Simple. Let's simplify it. You get you walk your butt out of your ship, you press a little thing like doot doot, and then your ship takes back off into space. Oh, and hovers up, up yeah. just above where the little bastards can't get to it. Yeah, come on. I mean <laughs> Well, you gotta remember that one scene where they said like ship was outdated and it couldn't be tracked or something like that. Oh, Remember when he was like um, going to break that other guy out of jail, but he didn't know what. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I am sorry. That is Deus. That, that is Deus ex machina. Do you know what that means? Deus. Deus ex machina. What's that? Huh? What's that? It means God outside of the machine. You know, it means basically the the person writing that writing that episode was like, oh, it would be funny if these Jawas. You know, uh, <laughs> jack up a spaceship. So, so because come on, a spaceship can't be like that. So the Mandalorian's cruising around in a '65 Mustang, then, right? Well, man, I'm bad. You know, it's out of it's out of date. You know, it has no tracking. It has no, you know, mm-hmm. like that old school. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, did you guys hear about the C8 Corvette that had the wheel stolen? Yeah. No. Where that happened? Uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Are they actually uh, still? There's no production of that yet, is there? I mean, they haven't actually started shipping. Yeah, but yet. so here's what. Let me see. This so this was in Car and Driver. I'm gonna throw it up here, just so people will not believe me. I will throw this up so you can see this. Okay, yikes! Someone stole the wheels off this C8 Corvette. This poor thing is resting on cinder blocks on a street in Detroit. Uh, right. so, uh, uh, uh. so here's the picture. Here's the picture of it up on blocks. So they were out, you know, they were like, they're driving these around, testing them. And they drove it to Detroit, did not have, they didn't have the power to have it levitate into the sky or put any kind of protection on it. Some Jawas came along, took all four (laughs) wheels. (laughs) All four wheels. (laughs) Jawas. Is that that a new gang in Detroit? I haven't heard of that one yet. Jawas. It has to be. No, that's real. That is for reals. That is for realsies. Okay, okay. You're in charge of driving around this car. It's like a prototype, right? (laughs) Yeah, a, pre-pro- a pre-production car, right? You're just going to park it on the side of the road and let some... In Detroit! I'm pretty <laughs> sure Eminem came right up to it and stole the wheels. As soon as they, as soon as they walked away, Eminem came up there and was like, oh, I'm getting these wheels. Now, my question is, are those wheels unique to that car? And the design and everything. So I didn't know we get... were still doing that. I didn't know in 2020 we were still jacking wheels. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, I wasn't aware. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. So what happened to the wheel locks? Well, that's my question. You got this, what, $80,000 car or $90,000 car, yeah, and it yeah. don't got wheel locks? I don't or understand. Or, huh? yeah, well, there's the alarm. Optional? Said, optional? The alarm? You know? Yeah. So it says, looking for a set of Corvette C8 wheels and tires at a steep discount. Check Craigslist in Detroit because we can verify that there's a set missing from this black 2020 Chevy Corvette C8 that someone spotted on the street in West Village. The poor mid-engine Corvette is now sitting on cinder blocks with its rear 
and resting on the ground, so it's likely the criminals inflicted some damage in the process of swiping the wheels. Come think, on. Do you think the perp, the perps, I'll use that term, perp Jawas, knew that it was a C8? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like it, because they would have stole that whole car if they knew it was a C8. <laughs> I don't understand what so, happened there, yeah. It, you know. Let me tell you what took place when I was stationed at uh, Fort Benning. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, in the in the military, there's a lot of people balling on budgets. So they try to floss like they make more <laughs> money than they. I'm actually. just left. Right. Yeah. So um, uh-huh. this guy, he had a, a Cadillac. Thank you. He was doing the uh, rent to own rims. And they came on post and repossessed the rims. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is so cold. They took, How'd they, they get on the, the base? Place. Uh, oh, like you talk get to on paperwork, just man. a driver's license. And then if you got a business, you just show your paperwork that you're going for whatever your, your business is. And then, you know, you just go do it and you leave. You and know? that person that owes that company money can get hell for that shit, too. Well, not really. Um, because I you could lose rank or something if you're... If you're nah, it, it, now if it's a serious matter, and let's say serious matter is anything over like $2,000. Oh, okay. But, um... You know, it, it, technically, it's illegal for a company to call your commander to say you owe them money. You know, so because um, like, does anybody call your job and say, "Hey, this guy owes me money"? You know, but um, um, that's why call screening is a, is an existence. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they, they and you just go, no, he no here, he no here. I know, <laughs> don't know who we're talking about. He no here, no, he no here. <laughs> yeah, they straight up took the rims off that Cadillac, and uh, I got a picture, but it, it's somewhere. I know oh. I got it on my Facebook page. That's cold hearted. That's cold hearted, man. <laughs> That's you know? funny. Yeah. Um, Clint Sanders says it's pretty easy to get wheel locks off without the key if you want to. And then just to prove that we have some criminals uh, that tune into this show, by the way, all criminals smash the thumbs ups right now. Uh, Len Holt says you can get a can of air, turn it upside down on those locks, get a coat hanger and jiggle the locks. Voila. They come off. I didn't even know that. We're going to have to do that. We'll have to try that, Walter. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I know I've got a lot of things to do before I start stealing stuff. But. Yeah, and Brick says that C8 <laughs> may have OnStar. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was saying was, are the, the, the design of those C8 wheels a, a new design for the wheel itself? Uh, shape or you know color or whatever. It might know. be a little hard to sell. You know? Yeah, I don't know. But that's just... Can you imagine the guy who was driving that around and... Uh, then he had to call back to his boss <laughs> and explain, uh, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that sucks. So I don't know. Yeah, well, how do we get into that? Oh, we were talking about Mandalorian. Okay. So did we find anything innovative? Did anyone look up? I think the I think the jiggle, the jiggle bipod. <laughs> swag pod. The swag pod. I think the swag pod gets uh I want to see that thing on a fifty cal. Yeah. Now here's something. So here's something. I saw this guy walking around, um, and it's it, uh, his product. So he gave me this to test it out. Okay. And I actually got a couple of these. Maybe I'll give them away when we hit uh, 500th episode or something. But um, it's called the Universal Mag Carrier, and it's from uh, Pitbull Tactical. I'm going to show it here to you guys. It's not in the box right now. I have it outside the box. I'll show you here in a second. But I'm showing off the box. Universal Mag Carrier. There you go. So it's, this basically can go inside the waistband or outside the waistband. All right. And here's what it is. 
So basically looks like this, okay, um, polymer, right? This one is uh, green and green. And so you take your, your magazine like that, put it in, just automatically sizes itself to your, to your magazine. And then you can clip it inside or outside your pants. So I'm going to try this out. What do you guys think about that? What do you think? A, you said a mag loader? No, a mag carrier. So this carrier, will clip. Carrier, this sorry. so so for your so like for example, this is my um, this is my backup mag for my Glock 43, right? With the extended extendo plate on it. So you could put that in there, and then you could clip it on your clip it on your belt, or your jeans or your skinny jeans, or if you don't wear a belt or what have you. And that's from uh, Pitbull Tactical. I'm gonna I'll try that out. And uh, see how that is. What do you guys think about that? Is that is that innovative? I think I saw something like this for handguns before. That's like a universal handgun holster. I don't know if anyone else has seen that. Have you seen that, Mike, or any one of you guys out there? No, not me. Not okay. Really. All right. So there's something that's different. That's more handy than a than a grip knife, I think. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, it's got kind of a Mandalorian look to it right there. Look at that, look at that. Uh, the lines on it, man. It's got some yeah. angles and yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that you could put different size magazines in there, you know, because you see how it like here. Let me show you sideways. See, it stretches to fit the the width of the magazine that goes in there. So you could just put, oh. you know, and then you can hold holds your magazine in, mm. and then you clip it on. So. Yeah, that's cool. You know, listen, walking around SHOT Show, there's always people that, you know, you always run into people. And I'm not coming down on those people at all. You got to hustle, man. This is, you know, the gun world is for hustlers. You it's know, called so, suitcasing. Yeah, yeah, people suitcase, you know. And you sometimes you come across some cool things, it. I mean, yeah. You know, well, you know. not annoying. Yeah. Did you ever have to suitcase at SHOT Show, Walter? No. You may tell you my first shot show time. Yeah, you never walked around with like a big trench coat and then you take out a fifty from the trench coat. Yeah. No. <laughs> first time I went, I said I, I figured out about the shot show and I said I need to go. I made a phone call. Boom, had a boom, had a booth. Mm -hmm. Um, now you can't do that now because mm -hmm. it's, there's no space like that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's how it happened. Um, yeah. Uh, that, was two, that was in two thousand three. By the way, too. Yeah, uh, Brick says I use no mag carrier in my pocket. Or uh, Florida Gun says, does it take Glock mags? <laughs> uh, Lenhold <laughs> says, beats the knife. <laughs> Flying Ridge says, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Can, is it a, does it, did the assault rifle have a magazine? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Okay, okay. No, it doesn't. But you know that might also work for knives and stuff like that. Hold on a second. Let me see. So someone sent me the this knife here. Here's a see that uh, AK bayonet style knife. Let's see. We could probably uh, it fits in there. What? Oh, which I can, well, of course well, I can't see it because you're showing yeah. the camera. But uh, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, okay. Looks like you can use it for different things. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't come out so easy. Yeah, catches. Okay, it's not for knives. Not for knives. <laughs> not for knives. We just did a little test here. This is why. <laughs> this is why we. This is why we do this. I think it works better on magazines. By the way, you know, yesterday I was showing that someone sent us 500 rounds, and I couldn't figure out who it was. 
Someone sent us 500 rounds of 9mm Blazer stuff that we're going to give away when we hit five, the 500th episode next week. Uh, Luis Valdez. Oh. So that's who it's it awesome. was. So uh, shout out to Luis Valdez. Thank you very much. By the way, there's two Luis Valdezes, if that's correct. Or Val, Valdesai. I don't know how In you... In the chat? Yeah, there's two of them. There's our friend Luis Valdez that... Um, that he's a writer and he's in Tallahassee and he, he writes sometimes for the truth about guns. And then there's the other Lu- We're going to have to come up with a nickname since there's two of them. We're going to have to come up with a nickname for the, for the Luis Valdez that sent us this ammo. And what happened is he won some stuff from us over December, last December when we were giving away stuff every single day. And then yeah. he wanted to help out um, to, to like pay it forward, so to speak. So he said, hey, I'm going to send you guys 500 rounds. Um, so you can give away. So, no, it's not the Coffee Guy DCG444S. It's not that Luis Valdez. That's a different Luis Valdez. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we got to come up with a nickname for him. Maybe we'll call him Luis 500 Rounds <laughs> Valdez or something like that. But thank you. Thank you to him. Yesterday I, I, was, I was kind of, like, uh, totally confused as who the hell sent that. No. So. Really? Yeah. Confused? <laughs> it happens. It happens from time to time. Um so there you go. Okay. Uh let's see what else we're getting into. We we got like fifteen minutes, so what else? Other shot shows? Oh, stuff? Um, well about news today. How about an earthquake oh, off news? of uh, Cuba and, and Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Seven yeah. what was it? Seven, seven seven. On the Richter scale, man. Building shook in uh in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. The Caribbean man is getting <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the Caribbean, man. Yeah. You know. Um, um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah. What else? The uh, impeachment is still going on. I don't know if anyone yeah. cares. I don't know if I yeah. care. <laughs> Who, who's it. tired of the shot show in Las Vegas? Tired Who? of it being there. Oh, in Las yeah, Vegas? I think, yeah, I think yeah. they should travel around with it. Take yeah. it down yeah. to Florida. They used uh, to, well, they used to do that, Mike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Used to go between. It was going for a while between Vegas and Orlando. Vegas and Orlando, and then um, somebody at the National Security Sports Foundation must have got a. Uh, they got a really good offer. They couldn't pass up, I guess. Um, whatever that is. A suite at the Venetian. <laughs> more, 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 hookers and, more hookers and cocaine for the old guys. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Um, oh boy! I don't know, but anyways, yeah, I'm kind of over at Las Vegas. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of like if I was to go to um, shot show this year, I think I would have probably only went for three days, and it would either been Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that day, well, Saturday they don't even do a show, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where so where where do you guys think would be a better place? Sound off on where people think would be a better place to do shot show. Well, um, space wise, New Orleans is a huge, ginormous uh, convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the shot show the last time it was in New Orleans. Uh, the very first time I went, mm-hmm. and you know instead of this monkey business where you have all these different halls and rooms and all this stuff, mm-hmm. at that time it was just one big one big room you know mm-hmm. so you know but the, the shot show people pissed let I me mean, excuse me the people in new orleans were suing the gun industry at the time 
and I guess they pissed off all the NSSF people. And they okay. What were they suing them for? That was back when these, these cities were suing them, trying to get, you know, because they were saying the crime in their cities was caused by the firearms. Right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, it got thrown out of court in the end. But they treated them so poorly, I guess, that they never tried to, they never wanted to go back there again. So, um, yeah. There's, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a big show. It takes a big venue. Mm, but, yeah. you know, yeah. um, by the uh, way, I'm rolling in footage while we're talking here of the Accutech uh, barrel assembly. Uh, this this video right here is from NRAM 2019, but um, also there's another video on there of us shooting the gun. Uh, you're not gonna find this stuff on YouTube because YouTube was not very happy about it being up there. So if anyone's looking for this, you can find it on GunStreamer. Um, I think Lola threw some stuff up on Full 30 as well for anyone uh, who's interested. So. Oh. Just throwing that out there. What about you, Mike? What are you uh what are you gonna do this year? What are your goals? Uh, my goal is um I'm planning on making a movie. So I'm starting that right now and it's called Journey to A Class and it's just gonna document my um journey through USPSA oh. trying to get the A class rating. So I just made B class two weeks ago, so I'm hoping I can do it within six months, but I wanna get all the footage I can document it and make that happen. Oh, cool. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe you should give away your uh, your uh, Q5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. That is... Look how he offers to give away your gun. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you should give yeah. away your gun. Yeah, to, to, help, uh, to help get that done. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I know. Yeah. Always um, helpful. He's always helpful. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, lots of different laws getting thrown around there. Let me, uh, let's take some time out here. I know there's still bills and laws coming. Florida, I don't know if anyone saw this. Florida Republicans introduced bills to grant themselves a CCW prohibition exemption. What? Yeah. So Florida state Republicans under authority of Bloomberg Finance Senate President Bill Galvano, Republican, have already voted once for a universal background check bill, SB 7028, which we told you guys about. It appears that there's now a coordinated effort in both the House and Senate to pass another gun related bill, uh, uh, House Bill 183, introduced by Rep. Mel Ponder, Republican. Um, and Bill 1524, introduced by Senator George Gaynor, uh, Republican, uh, are both titled Prohibited Places for Weapons and Firearms. Coincidentally, both bills grant an exemption to, so in other words, they're trying to, to make more prohibited places for people carrying firearms in Florida, but they're granting exemptions to themselves as lawmakers. Um, they might need it after all this. <laughs> yeah. and i'll just leave it at yeah yeah hey one thing it did happen here locally and i couldn't believe it when i saw it in the mail they used to mm -hmm. do it all the time the nra used to send out these public like alert little cards postcards saying hey this guy's trying to screw you mm -hmm. and you know your legislative person and yeah. i haven't seen those in years from the nra mm -hmm. and all of a sudden boom one shows up i'm like holy cow wow Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Yeah. Um, sure, absolutely. I totally agree with you. So well, you're saying they're trying to get back. I mean, no. Yeah. 
Um, so, and then here's another piece of news, which I think I heard about before we went away, but I'll throw this up here anyway. Join us. West Virginia governor urges pro-gun, pro-Trump Virginia counties. Um, so in other words, West Virginia is trying to get the pro-gun counties in Virginia to secede from Virginia and join West Virginia. <laughs> this is a thing. The governor of West Virginia, in a stunning move that echoes the Civil War era creation of his state, on Tuesday invited Virginia counties upset with Richmond's liberal anti-gun uh, turn to shift borders and join his state. If you out there, no matter where you be, Virginia or wherever you may be, as an individual or business or whatever, West Virginia is waiting for you with open arms, says Governor Jim Justice. That's most of the state. Yeah, yeah. our state. That's states, a lot of the state. Yeah, they will, they, West Virginia will become Virginia, and then what are we going to have? Like <laughs> <laughs> South Virginia? I don't know. So, uh, uh, West um, Virginia. Yeah, our state supports personal freedom, and we value the Second Amendment and the rights of the unborn. Come join us. You will never regret it. He had it at a press conference in Martinsburg, West Virginia, 13 miles from the border with a Virginia county where some officials are open to joining West Virginia. So, Okay, is there anybody here from West Virginia? I'm gonna Wait, before you start talking. Uh, Patrick, Patrick looks like he could be. But yeah, he's, he's, uh, no. yeah, he's from Colorado. Though. You know, there's a joke about West Virginia, though. Uh-huh. You know, the uh, the family trees go like a telephone pole. Um, <laughs> I thought that was Alabama. <laughs> oh, they have one. I'm Alabama. so I'm staying like, away from this. <laughs> so I was just going to say it's going to increase the gene pool in, in West Virginia. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, guys. Well, Sorry. listen, I mean, do you think this could actually happen, that people in Virginia could secede uh, or all these counties go over to West Virginia and then maybe Virginia becomes southern New York or something? Are the taxes cheaper or Western in West Virginia? Ca- or eastern California? Huh? Taxes cheaper in West Virginia? You know uh, what? I don't know. Certain. I don't know. I know there's lots of people and companies been moving to West Virginia over the last, uh, mm. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what we could all do because I I think that every state is under attack right now. Okay, you guys are in Colorado. Is Colorado safe? Well, (laughs) Colorado has turned into California, too. I mean, our governor is pretty much just doing whatever he wanted. They just enacted the red flag laws without even letting us vote about it. They just did it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're they're just going to start taking things because what they've figured out is that since they control – our state right now that they don't even have to let the people vote for it they can just hey while you guys were sleeping last night we made a new law here it is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah joseph anthony mm. said that's old news but it's awesome and he said he heard uh it's not likely but it would be glorious <laughs> uh just take back virginia people you know yeah. pay attention and vote very important. You know, we need to take back all these states. I think we got to, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, com- complacent? Yeah. Um, I think we got to complacent. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, I um, never thought I'd say it, but you need to pull out the external money influence. Mm-hmm. Because it's all like, about who's, mm-hmm. all these people that are buying the other people. These yeah. politicians, they don't care. Yeah, Bloomberg, I heard Bloomberg is pumping like $60 million into supporting anti-gun Democrats. Yeah, I mean, out there. that and and a really nice little term limit would fix a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Somebody puts up. What? 
what happened? <laughs> no, Mike posted a picture of that Cadillac sitting on uh, on uh, old tires. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. Is this in? Uh... Can you imagine that? You, 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 everybody thinks, oh, man, he's like. Oh, that was a right? nice Cadillac, too. I don't know how I could share this with everyone else. Actually, text that to me, Mike. Text that to me. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, text that yeah. to me if you can, and then I'll share because everyone wants to see. That looks like a presidential limo. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Cadillac, I was thinking like you know, like one that, of the old you, school you Cadillacs. When, uh, was it was it Obama when he was out on one of his trips and the and the uh, his his limousine slash tank got stuck on the it bottomed out and got stuck. No. <laughs> Yeah, because because they didn't anticipate this drop, and it went poop, and there oh. it was. <laughs> and it was like seesawing on a... On, on... It, it like went aground like a ship. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to have to look this up. We're going to have to look that up. I see. can't remember which president it was. It was recently, though. So. Yeah, so Flying Rich says, why would voting Republican in VA make a difference when the Florida Republicans are selling us down the river? Yeah, it's it's more than voting. You have to pay attention to these guys and keep them on the straight and narrow. So, and yeah, the money, the money. Yeah, the money. lots of money getting pumped in. Let me know yeah. when you sent that, uh, so I could share that with the folks out there, Mike. Yeah, I'm trying to connect right now. Oh, okay. So yeah. That was a nice Cadillac to be. Um, <laughs> geez. But, I mean, like you said. Your, your brother, your friends all think that you're like balling, right? And then yeah. they, they come and repossess your wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to go to the junkyard and get yourself yeah, regular steel wheels to put on it, you know? Like, yeah. What What the hell did um What did that guy do after that? <laughs> um. Actually, he actually ended up catching a ride home because he lived in the same apartment complex. <laughs> oh man. But um, he was one of those guys that was walking around and boasting about um, being this, being that, and being in the military, you shouldn't be broke. And he just didn't understand. Like, he doesn't know what pe other people go through, you know? Oh. Right. So, oh, um, Walter, you're not lying. This is a thing. Okay, while, while I'm waiting for you yeah, to text I'm that, lying. I'm going to throw this up about the presidential limo. It says, on a routine visit to the Irish capital of Dublin, the president's Cadillac limo got high-centered as it exited the U.S. Embassy compound, <laughs> causing embarrassment for the patties and bringing and very up... dangerous, by the way, too. Yeah. Wow. Because he's just sitting there. Yeah. And, um, Target. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So look at that. That happened for realsies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah. A, that's yeah, that's not, that's not a joke. <laughs> no. All right, it's it, Hank. <laughs> okay, you sent it? Okay, as soon as that comes through okay. here, I'll share that with the. Oh, here we go. Hold, okay, hold on. So from one Cadillac to. Yeah, now let's go. <laughs> let's go check this out. So here we go. Boom. And then they put tires underneath. Oh, well, you know, they, uh, they saved the paint job. They saved the yeah. paint job. Yeah. Wow, that's a nice, that's, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, that's, uh, what was that, a Cadillac what? I'm not uh, certain what uh, make it was. Yeah. I mean, or what model it was. But, was this guy a general or what's going on here? <laughs> no, he was an E6. Oh, okay. He was an E6. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what that's that all funny. means, but yeah, that, you know. Whatever happened to that guy? Um, I'm not certain because right after that happened, um, shortly after that, um, I ended up 
going to Louisiana. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's embarrassing as hell. Yeah, that is. That is. You know? That's your workplace. They yeah. that. If you know you owe money for your rims, park in a garage. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't let them get your rims, you know, or take your rims off and put some, go to the junkyard, get four cheap rims, take those rims off. Put the cheap rims on your car and then hide those other rims. Just when you go out. Yeah, until the statute of limitations expires. Yeah. Technically, technically, he could have just put like a towel or something over the tires. And, you know, like, I think there's a law, like if you got a repo, they can't move your property to get to their property. Mm. You know, so the, my dad explained it to me, like, if you have a pickup truck, and if they're trying to repo the um, pickup truck, you can put a lawn chair in the back of the truck. They can't mm -hmm. take the that chair out the truck. I don't know. know. That must be where you live. I don't think that works here. Uh, <laughs> I, he told me, I was young when he told me that. I was like, yeah, hey, I don't know. I don't know about that. Because those repo guys will hunt you down like yeah. a dog until they get their prey. Re oh, repo so. technology is pretty damn good nowadays. <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. cut a car off as you drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually surprised about that. Um, I had a friend of mine one time, and this was when I was stationed in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And he was with his family, and they was grocery shopping. And he called me and was like, hey, hey, you need to come get me. My car's not working. So I was like, all right, no problem. <laughs> so um, went ahead and picked him up. And then the next day, he came in the office, and he explained everything to me, um, mm -hmm. which was he didn't make the payment. So instead of them coming to get the car, they just cut it off. Right? And they had, like, a remote to just, okay, we're going to deactivate it. You know, so. <laughs> You make the payment, it'll mm. start right back up. Oh, right. okay, yeah. That's okay, hardcore. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how they do. They've got that now for people who drink and drive, and then you have to do a breathalyzer to uh, start up your car. they got a couple couple different things. Um, American Freedom Outdoors says that looks like a Cadillac DTS. Um, and jo John Voorhees says, uh, how many people would not comply if a law passes saying no one can own guns anymore? No. I don't yeah, think that's that th that's not allowed. No. Yeah. And no. Dudabide says he's a West Virginian, so there you go. Your your estate might get bigger. You know, but you know, the people who are coming over to your state when it gets bigger, if they still don't vote, then your state will go that the same no. way. So I don't know. Uh Dudabides are the taxes cheaper in, in West Virginia than they are in Virginia? Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out. Okay, we're over the 9 o'clock hour. While we're waiting for him to tell us that, we'll go through here and let people tell us how they can, um, how you all can get out there and follow them. Let's start with the Accutech guys. Where should folks go if they want to follow you guys, find out more about uh, Accutech products? The best place to go is Instagram, Accutech Arms. That's A-T-U-T-E-C, Arms, on Instagram. That's where we're the most active. Uh, and then reach out to us, email or phone call. Um, I believe the website's listed on there. But that's going to be the best place. That's where we're the most active at. So. All right. Very cool. Um, and let's see. Let's go to Mike from MW Tactical. How can the folks, the folks out there support you? I know you still have your GoFundMe and other ways that folks could talk to you. Yeah, so um, if you don't mind, please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. Give what you can give so we can get some law enforcement officers into jiu-jitsu for a year, no cost to them or the department. By March 1st, I plan on cutting it off, so whatever I raise by March 1st, 
Um, it is what it is, and I'm going to get in what I can get in with that amount. But mm-hmm. right now, we're at, literally at the halfway point. So we just need $2,000 more to put um, three more officers in training, and we'll be complete. Um, if you want to follow me, please go to Instagram and look up at Munitions Weapons Tactical or just go to my Facebook page, um, which is M-W Tactical. Or if you want to go and check out everything I'm a part of, go to www.m-wtactical.com. Okay. And once again, where can they go for the GoFundMe? GoFundMe.com forward slash L-E-O training. All right. Cool. Walter? How can the folks out there follow and support you? Uh, they can check me out on Facebook, on Instagram at Safety Air Firearms, over on Gunstreamer, Safety Air Firearms, over on mine, Safety Air Firearms, one word. Um, oh, what else? My brain just blank. Uh, oh, on YouTube, we're Safety Air Firearms. Um, then we have a, a sendparts.com, which is another website of ours. We sell send parts and stuff. Um, and um, you can always go to safetyairfirearms.com and just use the old thing called telephone. You know? mm-hmm. If you have yeah. a question, give us a call. The old phony phone. Yeah, the landline oh, thing. Or invented whatever. by the Egyptians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and perfected by Alexander Graham Bale. <laughs> yeah. Um, Flying Rich says, don't forget about mower death. There you go. Mower death. That's on YouTube. That's uh, shooting running lawn mowers and weed whackers and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't heard back from uh, – I haven't <laughs> – haven't heard back from Dude Abides on the taxes. I'm going to say thanks to uh, Franklin Armory out there. Thank thank them for supporting us. I am going to throw up a video with an interview from SHOT Show. Uh, I think you'll be very interested in this, Walter. You should check it out when it goes up. Very okay. interesting conversation. It's about 38 minutes long with good stuff in there, some insider uh, things on what's going on with Franklin Armory and politics and uh, the, the 2A and all that kind of stuff. They uh jay was good enough to actually sit down and talk to us so shout out to them and then make sure that you guys go to hankstrange.com sign up for the email list that's how we're going to be giving away things and keeping in touch with everyone stay right there let me drop the end on this let's see there goes the end make sure you thumbs up make sure you comment uh subscribe to the channel here and of course ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live and back to the folks out there who's got last words Last words, anyone? Good night. No? Later. All right, good night. We'll see you. We're out of here. Peace.